What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Rad Rides Podcast. My name is Jason Dollars, and I am your host as always. Today, we are featuring one of my favorite cars. If you've listened to this podcast uh, for any amount of time, you will know that I am a huge fan of the Acura RSX Type S. I had one. It's one of the cars I regret ever giving away. Uh, and I have found one of the nicest ones in the Pittsburgh area. It was done by a guy by the name of Steve Simpson. If you want to find him online and look at this build, he is at SS underscore built at on Instagram or Steve Simpson on Facebook. As always, you can get online and look at the, the webpage, www.radridespodcast.com. There's a full feature on this uh, entire great build. I took a lot of pictures of everything. You're going to want to get on there and look at it because when we're talking on the podcast, we really didn't give a whole lot of reference points as far as what we were looking at. We were just, I was just amazed by everything. But by day, Steve is a master tech for Nissan Infinity. Uh, the guy has amazing skills. He is a guy is, that just wants to do everything himself. He built this car 100% by himself. He had a little help with the paint here and there, but I would have to say 99.9% .9 of this car was built by him, including all the powder coating and all of the detail work you're going to listen to in this podcast. I had such a great time with him. Uh, in the middle of it, actually, his wife showed up and she got a little airtime in as well and talked about the car. I really enjoyed it. I had such a great time with him. Again, it's one of my favorite cars. He picked a great color in the Milano Red. Uh, and I just really had a great time with them. So without further ado, please welcome Mr. Steve Simpson to the podcast. So we'll sit here, sit here and drink some beers and yeah. do whatever we got to do. So, so cheers, gotta, man. Thanks gotta, for coming. Yeah, thanks. By the way, yeah, yeah. thanks for you coming. That, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's this awesome. is great. Um, yeah, so we're up here in Plum again, not far from Nick's house where we did uh, we did the C10 out there on air. Yeah, and uh, actually, you're a friend of Mr. Kokenda. Yep, and that's who turned uh, who turned uh, your name over to me. So, uh, and now we're up here in your garage, which is great. Steve Simpson, SS built, correct? Yep. yep. And uh, we're sitting here looking at your uh, Acura RSX. Is it a type? Was it originally a Type S? Yes, or? it was originally a Type okay. S. Okay. What year is it? Because uh, they're, they all look the same. Every year looks the same except for 02 to 04. Uh, yeah, this is an 06. So this is the last year they made the, the RSX, um, which was super appealing to me. You know, yep. last year that they made it, I always liked the, the sleek headlights without the little bumps at the bottom, you know, yes. little teardrops. Um, and I also liked the taillights better without the little bumps at the little bottom. And also my father, who recently passed away, um, he, he had a 06 Type S. Um, oh, wow. I'd say probably eight, nine years ago he had one. Oh, okay. And I would drive that car a lot on the weekends with him and stuff. And uh, so when he got rid of that car, I was like, man, I really miss driving that car. Mm -hmm. like, I really missed just the normal aspirated performance of the car, the K-Series, the Z1. And uh, so like when after he got rid of that i was like in the market for a car i had just gotten rid of my integra type r oh you had a real it was i had real a type r? 98 wow Champ type man r. it's all um, it's on my bucket list of cars and i'm on. really regretting selling it now because oh man the market's for, gone nuts for those things right yeah now. i'm really kicking myself for not holding on to it for at least a few more years but um at the time i made a little bit of money on it as well and you know and then i had my daughter um and i wanted something a little more 
refined, mm -hmm. you know, something with AC and all the amenities, and yeah. obviously can't go wrong with an Acura. So, and I always wanted to boost it, and I and I I knew the K series was really strong to boost, yes. and um, I fought back and forth with supercharger and, and turbocharger, yeah. and at the end of the day, I settled on, on the turbocharger, and um, it. It really just fits the engine compartment. I think it does. It, it really just like fills out where it needs to and draws your eyes into it. It is. Um, it's a beautiful engine compartment, and we're in a beautiful garage, by the way, too. So it, we, yeah. we were gonna do this, but you were moving la uh, when we uh, uh, first started talking. Right? Yeah. Yep. And so you moved up here to Plum, and you were just telling me before this that that's like one of the oldest houses in Plum up yeah. here in, in PA. Yep. It's the F old Finley farmhouse, and this is the. Um, technically called the acres over here, which is, I guess, because of all the farm property that yeah, was absolutely. around here. Um, but and, and you're in a beautiful garage now. It's yeah, nice and big. This is my <laughs> next project, hopefully, yeah. is getting, getting a lift in here and uh, actually being able to do some side work, do some more work on the car that I want to do, you know, at my own leisure right. and take my time with it. Um, and so I'm sure for everybody who's listening, of course, you know, I always take pictures and everything. So when you see this nice big garage, just know he didn't build it in this nice big garage. Yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> I built it in Where'd a you very build it in? small one and a half car, maybe max size garage. Nice. With a basement filled with parts and a spare bedroom filled with parts. Yes. And, um, and, and life in general just around you going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it took me the car. I've had the car for six years and it took me three years just to do the engine bay turbo setup powder coat all the suspension components wow. um convert and, it to type r suspension and braking yeah. um and so and by day you are a master mechanic for which is ironic a little, a little ironic nissan correct? yeah yeah i was with nissan i just recently uh took a job with infinity oh um, good for you man so same 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 thing same thing yeah yep. um basically closer to home you know, I'm six miles from work now. Nice. And uh, nice. I was driving like 45 minutes to Wexford. Oh, okay. So, Where, which Nissan dealer? Um, I was working at Wright in Wexford. Oh, okay. Right. And there, now yeah. I'm working for Cochrane Infinity. So, good for you, man. Yeah. So it was a, it's a good transition. It's kind of getting used to the cars and the yeah. differences and stuff. But yeah. For well, the most part, the drivetrains and the chassis should be yeah, very similar. Yeah, a little right? bit of a learning curve with some of the technology. But uh, it, it's very, very, very similar. Right. So, uh, so the Acura, when you first got it, what did it kind of, what did it kind of look like? Did it, I'm it sure was, it wasn't this color because I know this isn't a factory color. No, it is, this is oh, a this factory is, color. Oh, is it? Oh, yep, okay. I is, thought it would have the pearl in it. No, this is Milano red. Oh, okay. Um, which All right. I'd eventually like to paint the whole car if it's up to me and my perfectionist mm -hmm. ways. But um, the car was completely stock. It, I bought it um, when I was working for Toyota. It was a trade-in. And uh, I saw it on the internet, and we dealer traded for it out of our uh, Cleveland store, and they brought it down, and I ended up buying it. And uh, did you get a good deal on it? Nah, even when you're an employee, <laughs> you don't really get great deals on cars. But uh, I mean, it was it was probably under what the market value for the car was at the time. That's good. Um, so so mine and. It, I, I want to backtrack a little bit. The reason why I, I chose your car is because I, I wanted to have an Acura on here. I had one, we spoke about this, and anybody yeah. who's listening to the podcast, I've spoken about my Acura and, and very long-winded. Yeah. But uh, I was the same way when I, my buddy worked at a, at a Honda dealership and it got taken in on a trade, super clean, one owner, and he's like, yeah, man, like, 
uh, you know, our, our sales manager know, knows the car. Like, knows what it is. He knows right. what it is. You're, you're really not going to get a good deal on it. And I was like, all right, well, you know, you think I could get it for like under, you know, 10? He's like, yeah, probably somewhere around there. I was like, well, that sounds, I mean, like a good enough deal because uh, you don't see these cars around. No. You just don't. I mean, and not anymore. They're coming pretty rare. You they, know? they are. And I don't know if that was because people were, were hot rodding them and crashing them or they just kind of, you know, I, I don't know what it is, but yeah. you just don't see them too much. And even when you pull up, I mean, the, 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 the lines and everything of these, it looks like a newer car, you know, it was kind of a, a timeless design for these guys. Yeah, honestly, like a lot of Honda and Acura stuff is like that. You know, you look at sure. it, even the NSX now, you're just like, man, this thing is a timeless look. And yeah. 20, 25 years later, you're just like, wow, look at this car. Absolutely, yeah. You know? And so when I bought mine, I bought an O2 and I actually wanted the generation that you have. I didn't like the bubble lights either. Yeah. Uh, and it grew on me after a while. And actually the car was blue and I didn't want a blue one either because of, my buddy had a blue one in uh, high school. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's the ugliest color on an Acura, <laughs> on a uh, RSX that I've seen, but it grew on me as well, you know? So, um, but I, I absolutely love mine, and uh, that's why you know I wanted to do someone's really really nice Acura up here is because I, I I have a love and appreciation for these cars, and it's probably not going to be my last one that I own. I would imagine. So. Yeah, honestly, like I would buy I would buy the other body style now that I have this one. Okay. Just to have just to have both. Have both. Mm -hmm. um, but I do like it. The more I look at them, the more I do like it. But this was just my preferred. And right. honestly, it was probably the engine performance end right. of it. Like the Z1, mm -hmm. I knew had the Type R cams and stuff in it that yep. would be great turbo, um, just out of the box, just bolting a turbo on and, and going. And so but, with these one, did it have the, it had the 24 or just the 20 in it? 20? This had a K20 Z1. 2020 Z1. Okay, yeah. that's right. Yes. Okay, so they both had the same the same motors and everything like that in them. Yeah. So. The uh, the the A2 um, I think was 200 horsepower was the rated power and this is this was rated at 210 which was enticing to me as well yeah. so it had a little more a little more zip um i wonder what that came from that extra 10 horsepower just... i think it's the camshafts and, and a little bit of the ecu tweaking oh, okay. um usually that's what honda did with their stuff to pull a little bit more power out yeah. of them um isn't that crazy to think that like 200 horsepower i mean not that long ago was a relatively quick car yeah, you and, know? and it seems like Honda's 200 horsepower is more like 250 or 275 yeah. when it's up against something that it's racing. Like, I don't know if it's the gear ratios and the transmission right. that make it able to keep up. I think that's probably what it is, the short gear ratios and being able to keep the car in VTEC, yeah. um, you yep. know, allows it to be, you know, competitive against higher horsepower stuff. For but. sure. I, I had, so, and I still have a Eclipse Turbo, a GST. And so I would race my buddy and he, he had a blue with just exhaust and intake on it and i mean granted you know the gst also pushed out 200 horsepower i mean they were very comparable cars i mean it was a matter of who could shift the best that yeah. day i mean mm -hmm. it really was i mean these cars were just head to head and i was researching the other day because i'm bringing my eclipse up here and i was like well if i could get 300 out of it i would be pretty happy i was like 200 is a lot yeah. you know uh for that car i remember how it drove and uh, I was thinking 300s a whole lot, and I, yeah. I'm gonna give it to my fiance so that she can drive it. And I'm like, I don't want like something too crazy. You yeah, know? I don't want yeah. her doing that. But uh, I, I totally forgot that they were only pushing like 200 horsepower out. And so when I was researching, I was like, huh, that's crazy to think that 200 horsepower in uh, you know the early 2000s was 
I mean, you, you know? were kind of the street boss. I mean, not a lot of people pulled up on you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we think back to the Integra Type R. That car was like, you know, and still to this day is like people just jaw drop when they see one. Oh, you absolutely. Know? And that was 195 horsepower. It was the yeah. highest horsepower per liter vehicle right. to date, basically, you know, um, which is pretty cool. But and then they came out with this engine, which... These engines, compared to the B-Series, I think just breathe so oh, much better. Absolutely. Well, that's why everybody wants to K-Swap everything mm -hmm. now. You know, it, the B-Swap was the big thing, and then everybody figured out the K-Swap was the big thing. Yeah. And now it's like, uh, you know, we had one of, the, uh, one of the drag trucks on, and he had a K-24 swap in his. Oh, yeah. And he was that's... pushing upwards of 1,000. Yeah, of that's it. pretty cool. It was awesome, man. Yeah. It was awesome. In fact, we're, uh, I have an update on those trucks. Uh, we did it earlier podcast earlier in the year and uh uh they actually uh ended up selling those trucks so i got a pretty cool after story that we did with them yeah and uh, where they went and everything like that so uh, i hope i'm not spoiling anything but i know the guy who bought it i've been talking to him he's in a different country and i know those two guys here so i don't think that spoils anything but, yeah uh, yeah they put a, a k24 in it and it was i mean just a monster yeah a monster you yeah know, they're so. they're styled engines i mean it, you know for what like this engine um, I, I put ARP rod bolts in it, mm -hmm. put new piston rings in it, um, did ARP head studs and a four piston ported oil pump, a circuit hero pan baffle and towed a timing chain and towed a, towed a tensioner and the rest is stock. Really? I didn't stock port the head. Engines. I didn't, I didn't do valve springs, retainers, didn't do change the camshafts, anything. That's incredible. Um, you know, I just wanted it to be refreshed a little bit for when I threw the turbo on. Right. What and, made you um, go with the turbo over the supercharger? I'm gonna get another beer, by the um, way. We're drinking summer beers. It's not yeah. summer yet, but it feels like summer. Man, it was hot here last week. I went from freezing cold going down to Texas, and then I came home, and that was it was burning up. You want a beer as well, or no? Yeah, I'll take one. Um, We're drinking Line and Kugel and uh, Porch Rocker. Yeah, they both taste the same to me. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're, they're good. Very they're good. good. So yeah, so uh, what made you go with the? The turbo setup over the over the super honestly setup. it was more or less being able to turn the boost up for me um the supercharger you know as much research as i did depending on the kit that you went with um the most you i was going to pull was 450 to probably 500 out of it um and the turbo i knew i could probably throw 20 pounds at this and make 550 600 if i wanted yeah. before the transmission implodes yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. let's go yeah but um <laughs> But yeah, that was kind of, not that I'm ever going to go there. I mean, I would do want to do E85 in it, and I do want to turn it up to probably between 15 and 20 once I uh, get the suspension all dialed in the way I want it and get the car to actually hook and go straight. Yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, that's, that's the end-all, be-all goal for it is to be between 15 and 20 pounds probably on okay. E85. So pushing that 5 to 550 number? Yeah. That's a good number for this. Yeah. <laughs> that would be The car's fast the way rowdy. it is. And, I mean, that there's cars, there's, you know, a lot of cars that I've been in front of and next to, and they, a lot of cars don't even want to race once they hear me starting to shift gears oh, in this thing. Yeah, you know, for like, sure. Well, what size, what size turbo is this in here? That's a 6266 with an 82 AR housing. Okay. Um, which I took all apart. I took this apart and I powder coated this myself. Okay. Um, yeah, we're talking about the housing, the uh, the cool side of the of the turbo. Of the turbo. So yeah, um, you powder coated it yourself. It looks beautiful. By the way, underneath this hood is gorgeous. It's clean and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I 
I was powder coating actually out of that oven right there. I was doing oh, okay. all this oh, stuff myself. Um, oh, so nice. I was I powder coated all the little stuff that I could fit in that oven myself. Mm -hmm. And um, so the intake manifold and yeah, the intake manifold, the mounts for the bracket, the, oh, the yeah, uh, brackets right. for the mounts. Um, pretty much everything that I could, all the bracketry for the steering rack, um, anything that could have been powder coated in that. The, so you went through this thing completely it was completely torn yeah down. i tore the i tore the alternator down potter coated the entire housing of that had oh, the yeah, alternator like rebuilt by a local uh alternator guy um same thing with the starter had it all tore apart potter coated all the housings and everything on wow. it um you really got into it that's why it took you yeah. three years to do the motor <laughs> yeah uh, my wife thought i was crazy you know like i'm literally potter coating these tiny brackets you uh -huh. know like that are literally just this bracket right here on the oh, transmission yeah, that. that this bracket there for the shift holders like oh it looks great literally, literally but it's gonna last through. you know i mean it's gonna look like that for a very very long time rather than just rattle can it you know exactly i mean i don't know i just i'm one of those people if i'm going through the process mm -hmm. i want to do it right you know nice. i don't want to go back and and no, do it all over don't again. want to build it twice um, definitely don't want to do that how know, hard is it to powder coat it uh some of the stuff was tough like you know, the, um, some of the stuff was kind of rusted and maybe I bought a new bracket and then powder coated the new bracket. Okay. Um, but like the shift lever mechanism, I wanted it to look OEM. So I powder coated it like a gold looking mm -hmm. OEM color. It does. It, um, it goes well. It kind of matches, uh, all of your, uh, your heat shielding and everything. In there. Yeah. It, it kind of all flows together in a way, you know, I, in my head, it, <laughs> I, you know, it was tough trying to see what I wanted to do, right. but as you start putting the pieces together, you're like, oh, that's that'll work good if it's this this way sure you know like i didn't want to do this the same color as that because it would have been i feel like too much too with much the contrast. valve cover yeah. yeah yeah absolutely so i broke it up a little bit yeah this is um, really nice uh jonah he, we had his Acura tl on yeah and uh he would really appreciate this because he's the same way he does colors and the way that he was like looking to do his motor versus what this car color was it, it just turned out great yeah you know what i mean yeah, I, I have a special appreciation for people that have that eye because, um, you know, just like going through all the hardware, like mm -hmm. I had to, you know, everywhere where there's a black bracket, I wanted to put red hardware okay, so yeah. that it popped. Everything's anodized and, red, yeah. And everywhere where like there was silver, I did black hardware because the black contrasted well with the silver bell housing bolts, the transmission bell housing, sure. um, all that stuff. Um, I wanted there to be a a distinct contrast you know between the two yeah um which i feel like went pretty well you know? it does it is like again super clean i keep looking at your strut towers here because they're like did you paint under underneath the hood or? yeah okay all right all right yeah because yeah, these like look like so much better than factory <laughs> yeah there's actually there was seams yes. that were spot welded all yes. through here that's I, what I, I was eyeballing so welded, you did body worked it all and yeah i welded every seam shut all the hole shut um all the pinch welds that were through here welded it all shut and then uh filled it with um short strand fiberglass then i put mud on it and then i wow did uh i did the icing on that and then i primed the whole the whole engine bay um, that's incredible man that's uh that's next level that's when you yeah. go to car shows and they're like oh it's pretty quick and you open it up and they're like whoa that's guys like me yeah. like go whoa that is in, in, in a lot in like I guess in a in a sense, like if I had another car sitting here, it'd be a lot easier to appreciate, right? What's there opposed to here? Correct. You know, because yeah. a lot of people look at this and they're like, "Oh, you painted that," 
Yeah, like, ah, there's a little more than painting. Yeah, going on I might there, pull a but, stock uh, photo off of uh, yeah. off of the Google and put this side by side so people can really appreciate yeah. what it looks like. Because I mean, all your wires and everything are nice and tucked underneath. Yeah, there's not a lot of wires tough. hanging out everywhere. I mean, like you said, all the bracketry is shined up. There's no, you know. Uh, there's there's no rust or no dirt or anything on it yeah i mean like as far as the wiring went like the, my wiring comes through the firewall down there mm -hmm. and i had to extend it to come through the wheel well to put the fuse box mounted under here which i made brackets right. and stuff for welded them all together powder coated them so my fuse box is now under the headlight and then i ran the wiring you know down along the rad support down there yeah. um up through here and then i tucked the ABS up into the wiper cow. So, oh, the, so car has, there, yeah. the car has ABS, it has air conditioning. It works just like electronic it did from the power factory. steering. Yep. yep. I converted to the EP3 power steering rack and then put the ECU in the car and wired the ECU in. Oh, nice. Um, just because, like, there was a reservoir here and then the pump yes. and, you know, it All just. That, yeah, it was hanging out. And, yeah, just yep. kind of an eyesore. Um, yeah, I can appreciate that. My Nova, I wire tucked everything on it. And so when people open it up, they don't know it's fuel injected. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's fuel injected. It's got all the wiring running through it. But I, I'm like you. I made a whole way at the bottom of the firewall down there and ran everything kind of out so it wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't be, be looking at wires coming all across the, the engine bay. Right. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of custom stuff done. Like the, the breather box, mm -hmm. um, I had a guy in California build me the breather box. With, it's a beautiful piece with uh, coolant overflow incorporated into it because I, ha I, was, I was torn on where I wanted to put the, the overflow mm -hmm. and I just thought that, you know, hanging something somewhere in here, there wouldn't be room or it right. would kind of look tacky. Um, so he custom built that. And so he, he builds these breather boxes um, normally for guys, but I wanted to have the coolant overflow cool. incorporated well into it. beautiful on that. And uh, so he did that for me and then he built me he built me this battery uh, box that's underneath oh, of okay. there. Oh, okay. So you put your battery well. way up underneath there. Um, I didn't really think about it. I should have probably pulled the bumper off the car no, so you could really, you know, no, you're so good. you could have you're solved good. it. You're good. No, no, you're good. Um, but you're running all the big intercoolers. You're running the, the nice radiators to keep everything nice and cool. Yeah, I, um, I, was, I was torn with the full rate, like between intercoolers and stuff, and full race just seemed to be the best fitting uh intercooler and the best made intercooler for the car especially with the piping it came with the blow-off valve already um all the clamping and couplers it, it just yeah. seemed for the money the best fitting right uh, Qu most quality most kinda. quality piece for the car um i didn't really want to get into doing like a cx racing or something that's like lower end because then mm -hmm. you end up it just kind of ends up looking janky to me yeah um, well you end up making a lot of your stuff as well too, yeah you know? exactly um so with that being said like i the i had to get the intercooler mounted and then figure out how i was gonna do the the ac condenser mm -hmm. and hide the lines and everything along those lines so i had to build i had to build these an lines that are high pressure compatible oh, yeah. for, for you know free on yeah um so i had to figure out how i was going to tuck them along the frame rail it looks um, great. <laughs> yeah, because most of the guys who are doing big turbo swaps and things like that, they're like, 
And no heat. Get rid uh, of that. I don't need the AC. Yeah. Uh, power steering? Nope. Don't need that either. Uh, you know, and then it turns into uh, just a race car for sitting on the street. And I've done that, and I hated it. <laughs> I literally got rid of the car after I did that. And, you know, I had a 92 SI that I shaved the bay, wire tucked everything, eliminated the brake booster. Um, it was all motor, so it made like 195 wheel horsepower, which isn't a lot, but in a hatch, it, it But in a hatch, that's that light. Yeah, it, I mean, you're it pretty good. You're, you're moving pretty good on um, that. But like, good. I hated the way the car stopped. It went great. <laughs> I hated the way it stopped after I did that. Sure. I hated that it didn't have AC. I'm going to these mm -hmm. events in the heart of summer, and I'm yeah. sweating to death, and I'm like well, you're dreading beat up. it. You're yeah. beat up after you get out of the car, and you're like, that... That, it was enjoyable for the first 10 minutes, but yeah. the last 40 the excitement, minutes. excitement, you know, yeah. like the adrenaline excitement of going to an event was cool until I'm dying and drenched in right. sweat inside And the then car. you got to get back in it and drive home. Right. You know, you know, and just the, no, like, especially a day like today, you're driving home from an event, it starts raining, uh -huh. and it's humid, and you have to Everything put the windows up, up and it's yep. fogging up in the car. <laughs> so with this car, I was like, I'm keeping everything that I hated about the last right. car I got rid of. Trial and error, man. Yeah. Trial and error. So that was my goal. It cost me a lot of money and time <laughs> to do it this way, but I'm happy and I can get in it with my daughter and yes. turn the AC on while I yeah. sit in a line to get Chick well, that, and I'm sure your wife appreciates it if you're yeah. taking it out as well. Well, know? she's kind of terrified of it. I took her for a ride in it one time, and she's like, I I'm not getting back in there. <laughs> like, That's funny. That's I mean, funny. I wasn't even really going that fast. I mean, it was ripping the tires off, but... You know, it sounded yeah. like it was going <laughs> 200 miles an hour in the car, but she's like terrified. First time I ever rode in a supercar, I, I don't think I had ever been launched after like 60 miles an hour that hard. And it kind of like, like frightened me. I had gone, you know, drag race before, you know, that zero to that, you know, zero to 80 is like a good pull and then it kind of dies off. This car pulled so hard after like 120, <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is... I was probably like her. I was like a, a little frightened, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I'm 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 used to cars that, that pull pretty hard. Um, yeah, when you get above 116, a car's still keeping you in your seat. Oh it's a little terrifying. Gosh. Yeah, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my buddy Mike Segel. He's got a RDR8 V10, and that was yeah. that car. That car put a little fear into me, man. That was <laughs> that was pretty cool. But uh, they're pretty sweet cars. I get to see them now that I work for Infinity because we yeah. share a building with Audi. So oh, I, oh, that's I nice. get to I get to see the R8s and stuff coming in. They're pretty beautiful. Regular. Yeah, they're starting to come down like a really good price, where like they're they're a little attainable. You know, yeah. I mean, not like they're not going to ever be like thirty thousand dollar cars. Right. You know? But if you sold off your fleet of cars of maybe two or three, you could probably afford one. You know. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. Even like the an R35, uh, they're mm -hmm. they're they're coming in the they're creeping down price. into into the mid 50s pretty uh, for a pretty nice one right now right you know i mean that's getting into uh that's getting into gt350 territory you mm -hmm. know where oh if i'm gonna buy a gt350 i might as well buy an r35 i mean they're exactly know, yeah. a better car uh, I mean, let's just be honest yeah. <laughs> yeah so did kokinda do the airbrush work on yeah all this right john here? okay john did this uh he did this valve cover for me um that valve cover is awesome man it's got he, the simulated welds on it and yeah he uh him and i spoke about it we you know we, i went over to his house and we just sat down one night and looking at pictures of the car and he's like why don't we he's like i've been I've been really like wanting to do this like weld theme. I've seen other guys do it. And he's like, I've never attempted to make something look like it was welded with an airbrush. Um, and he's like, I've been really itching to do it. And he's like, I just think it would be fitting on your car with all the welded, you know, 
rad and the intercooler and yeah, the box sure. and all the, everything you know yeah. with the, he's like i just think it would be really cool to try and do it and i'm like i was like john like yeah. i trust you like do your thing. You'll, you'll do your thing and i know it and and then we kind of tossed around like doing the honda logo like whether it was going to be on the valve cover mm -hmm. or just on the coil cover i got you and i told him i you know we were like I was like, why don't we just do it on the coil cover? That way, if I want to change the coil cover out and give it a different look. Right, we can do that quickly. I can just do that, you know, and it mm -hmm. still has a, a cool look. Like, Yeah, for sure. Um, and it worked great out job. great. And John had a bunch of these. Well, not a bunch, but he had a handful of these from previous airbrush stuff. Yeah, he, he talked about that on his, you um, know. He's like, I'm running out really quickly, too. So if you want one, you better hurry up and get it. <laughs> yeah, so I ended up lucking out there with him already having that. Um, but yeah, he, he did the work on that and he's done count. Like, I mean, I mean, he's done more than a handful yeah. of jobs. How me. long, how did y'all meet? John and I met through a friend that I worked with, um, oh, no. at Pittsburgh East Nissan, they rode pedal bikes together. Um, oh, and nice. then we ended up going to some car events together. Um, and then John started doing his paint work and stuff. And we, you know, I found out about it and I'm like, Hey, let's do this valve cover for mm -hmm. me. Let's try this. Let's do that. And, uh, him and I have just stayed in touch ever since. He's actually doing that skate deck. For yeah, me right I saw now. he did the skate deck. Uh, I think I'm gonna get one done too. I, I don't think he's out yet, so I think I might grab maybe his last one. Yeah. So uh, it's totally worth it to have like a piece, something like yeah. that. Like, like I said, I, I can't even sell that because it's gonna have my car on it, for my sure. logo. But it, it's some, it's like a commemorative thing for oh, me. Absolutely. If this car got totaled tomorrow, or I sold it, whatever mm -hmm. the case may be, I have that piece that right. says that I did this and John did that for me. Yeah, you know, for sure. I appreciate that stuff. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I, I'm definitely gonna have him do my, my 59s coming up here. I'm, he's definitely gonna do the airbrushing on it. So we've already yeah. me and him have kind of talked back and forth with uh, what we want to do with it. And uh, well, I can't wait to see your cars like when they yeah you know, when you get them up here. That's, yeah, that's it's gonna, gonna be, be fun. Cool. Yeah, we'll have to go out and like meet up at an event. Exactly. Or yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it it is like I said. You know, the other reason why I started this was you know to meet some guys you know up in Pittsburgh because. Everybody's so spread out here as far as the car scene goes. You know, there's not like a central hub for everybody. Yeah. To, you know, get together. And um, it, it is nice that, uh, that now I'm starting to meet some, some great people. You know what I mean? They're taking their cars out and driving them and everything. So. Yeah, we have a pretty cool group of guys that have been friends for a pretty long time. Um, you know, I have a friend, TJ, that has a... Uh, em1 civic si okay. um that's really that's really the hat nice. that's the early 2000s hatch no that's the 99 to 2000 si coupe oh yes okay yes 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 yeah, yeah. yes yes yeah, yeah he, that's um, the one I wanted with in the that came in the electric blue color yep. and oh yeah man I yeah he this. has a Milano red one it's the same color as this car nice. and uh it's a super nice car um he he, you know he he never thinks it's good enough or right. Well, it's nice car guys. enough, and yeah, it's car guys. But his car is probably he could probably do a podcast on that. And okay, it, you know right. it, it's, it's. I love those cars, cool car. so I might have to hit him up on that one. And especially yeah. now that they're starting to come up in price like crazy too. I mean, you know, and they're hard yeah. to find. Hard they to are find hard to find, clean. and I told yeah. I I tell him time and time again. I'm like. If you sell this car, you're gonna regret it, man. Cause you won't find another a year one. or two is gonna go by, and they're gonna skyrocket in price. Yeah, and man, that's that's unfortunately what happens. You know, if you want something new, you got to get rid of something. Yeah. You know, unless you're a millionaire. But yeah, right, exactly. So uh, this motor, what do you what do you think it's putting down now? Uh, well, if, so if you, had who, to, if you had to guess, um, 
So, so you had it I haven't dynoed it yet. Okay. Um, we street tuned it, mm -hmm. sewed at S and M Performance. He uh -huh. street tuned it for me in the middle of the night. Me and him really? on the turnpike, and I, God bless his soul, because he was pretty <laughs> mad at me probably. Um, <laughs> Let's do another pull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, well, the ECU that's in the car is K tuner, and we've just okay. we battled with connection issues with it in the middle of the night on the side of the turnpike, and um, trying to you know get it get it where it was drivable and it is and it, it it's fun to drive but uh it's not very it's not a fun ecu to tune he'd rather tune k-pro he'll tell you k-pro yeah you know? i think that's um, what everybody everybody which that's i might easy the consensus you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I, I might switch to that eventually um because it just seems like a pain in the butt and i actually feel bad for him when he was tuning the sure. car um but it's probably making four he thinks wow. it's making 450 ish on that's, 10 pounds that's getting it man um and it's scary to me. So yeah. I, I'm a little worried about turning it up because right. the problem is I'm running the ITR suspension on this car mm -hmm. from Japan. And mm -hmm. these control arms, the aluminum control arms, they, they push the wheels out 30 out. millimeters um, right. total width. So my geometry of the suspension is a little off kilter from what the normal DC5 Factory. was. Right. Um, so I bought caster bushings for these arms. Mm -hmm that'll move the arms back Thank and it'll you. probably bring my suspension a little closer to the geometry it needs to be. Um, yeah, when I, so I was doing, I was in the middle of the Type R swap when I was, when I, before I sold mine. Mm -hmm. And that was my next thing was running the Type R suspension. And uh, yeah, I heard a lot of the same thing, you know, obviously I was willing, running wheel spacers up front to push the, you know, the original, cause I bought some original Type R wheels yeah. to push them out there and look good. But I was like, eh, I'm not, you know, wheel spacers, like, eh, get away with it for a, a little while, you know? Yeah. And I wanted to push them out a little bit farther, but then I read a bunch about how, yeah, the geometry kind of gets a little wonky between the yeah. two, you know? And that's, I, I'm trying to pinpoint where my problem lies, and I think it has to do with the inverted tie rod ends that, um, that are on there. So I'm going to switch back to the normal geometry normal. tie rod ends. Mm -hmm. um, probably the DV race enters with OEM outers. Um, and hopefully that'll, that'll, uh, fix the problem. Fix the problem. Um, so what, I mean, so what does it feel like? Does it just feel like it's kind of just not tracking right or like once I get, I mean, first through third gear, it just spins the tires off okay. and then fourth well, gear, once I shift, yeah. <laughs> you know, once I shift to fourth, the car just wants to walk the lanes back and forth. I mean, so, literally like changing lanes. Wow. Um, and it's just, it's scary when you're, you know, you're doing well over a hundred miles an hour and the car wants to just change when you shift gears. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to try and dial that in, in this summer, hopefully, and get it, get it, uh, get it to go straight. Right. Are you running the stock transmission? Yeah, it's a, uh, the Z1 trans with a type R limited slip in it. Okay. Um, nice. I didn't really do anything else in there. Um, I'm just running some, uh, I'm trying to think no what different trends. gearing or anything like that. No, I didn't change the gearing because these gears are fairly short, even with a turbo setup. Right. Um, so I wanted to keep the gearing pretty much the same. Um, I rode in a friend's turbo Integra that has the EP3 five-speed trans in mm -hmm. it, and that car is amazing. Really? Just the the gear lengths are about perfect, perfect. for turbo for, turbo for setup. a turbo setup yeah it kind of makes me want to have a five speed yeah. in here but <laughs> go I'm, from the I'm, six to the five <laughs> right I, i'm very like you know i want people to know like this is the original trans if i ever sold the car which i'm probably never going to but mm -hmm. i want them to know this is the original engine for the car this is the original transmission for the car all numbers matching right 
Um, yeah, you know, you know I, I go back and forth with that. I mean, I think, you know, uh, get another beer. Oh, yeah. I, oh, you have Yeah, you're one. on two. I'm, I'm on two, one. man. I'm drinking hard. Trust me, I'm a slow I drinker, just, so. I came off of a, a, a binger for my, I mean, we talked about this for my uh, my bachelor party. So, like, my body's <laughs> still like, oh, three, two, three beers, four <laughs> yeah. beers, eh, it's whatever. You just you slug down 20 in one night, like, you're fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, it, you know, I go back and forth at, you know, with, uh, you know, car values and things like that because, you know, I, I collect older cars. And obviously numbers matching is like the thing. You got to right. have numbers matching this and that. And I, I kind of wonder, like, are we going to get to the point where, like, Civics and RSXs and uh, 350Zs of the world, is it going to matter if it's still got the numbers matching? I don't know. Um, I'm sure at some point it will, like the super high-end, you, know, yeah. you know, cars that have been like, there's 300 miles on this car. And right. we've never taken the plastic off the seats and everything yeah. matches, you yeah. know? Yeah, I just, for me, uh, you know, my dad was a car guy, and mm -hmm. um, he always talked about numbers matching, Nova, yep. number matching, you know. So I'm with like, him. It, I'm, I'm with him, man. So, like, <laughs> you know, even though it may or may not affect the value of it, it'll never hurt the value. Correct. I, you there know, you go. That's a good way to put it. With that. it being original. That way someone knows it was never blown up. It was, ne you know, the transmission was never imploded and right. beat on like that. So... It's a very um, good way of putting it. It, it, it can't you know, hurt you. Right, exactly. And you. I just yeah. felt like I, I, I tossed around doing, going K24 mm -hmm. and, you know, just for the torque. And, and I came back to then the original engine's not in the car. Then someone's right. not going to ask me, what, did you blow the engine up because you were beating right, the stun? because you were being or, stupid, yeah, dumbass in it or something. I mean, don't get me wrong. I drive the car hard because it's turboed, and it, that's what I That's what you it built for, it for. <laughs> you know, but I don't, I'm not... I don't go out and just bop, 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 yeah, two, you know, two-step and it just, every red light I go to, yeah. like, you know, but. Shout out to the guy who has the Ford Fiesta around my house that has a, a really bad tune on his car that just sounds like <laughs> shotgun going off every single morning. The crackle like, tune. Oh, man, there's like, uh, there's got to be a group of like six or seven cars in my area and they go behind the Walmart and just do burnouts and just rev their motors and like, that's all we hear and I'm like. I don't know, like coming from a guy who, you know, I mean, I've, I've been around a lot of performance cars. That's not what performance cars sound like, like yeah. you know what I mean? I, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. I, we, I was talking with a friend about that at the, uh, we were out at the Mositis meet um, last weekend and there's all these cars and they're just revving and, and gunning it when they leave and none of them sound good. No. None and then they don't go very good. fast like, either. Right. That's I'm like, all best. that noise and it didn't even accelerate. I don't, you know. That's the worst part, you know. So. But, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I so just, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I've just never been somebody who, like, does burnouts and yeah, just revs just, for no reason. Yeah, and, you know, like, I, I just. I probably did that when I was a young kid, but no, not anymore, you know. Yeah, when I was 22, not, yeah, 23. Yeah, probably, you thought you were hot but, shit, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I get it. But. What were you going to ask me? So the, so the intercool and everything, did you have to cut any of the bumper away to get everything to fit kind of underneath? Yeah, I or? actually did. The bumper support, I notched it, um, which it's, I don't know if you can see it, but it's I notched it. Yeah. Um, I notched it straight across, basically, and then I used basically door edge guard. Oh, okay. To run so along like, the metal Oh, nice. uh, to protect it from the intercool. Right. Because it's um, butt up against there, but I, um, I used... MPC oh, hardware nice. to hold the intercooler in place, which that was another thing with this intercooler is the bracketry was very stout. Mm. Like when you're holding a 
big hunk of metal, right. you know, aluminum like that. You want it to be sturdy and not kind yeah, of flexing around. Over. And um, and I knew with Full Race it was going to be a quality They did a piece. good job. Yeah. yeah. That's a quality-looking piece right And here. the more I looked at it and researched it, I was like, you know what? Like, I think I can, like, leave the grill out of there and yeah. with the hood closed, see the logo. It and looks really cool. Like, yeah, man. I like how that logo is sitting right there. And they probably did that on purpose, I yeah, imagine. I think yeah. so, yeah. Because... <laughs> I mean, this car in particular, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I like the grill on this car, but once I put all the aluminum behind there, yeah. it looks all shiny and nice. I was right. like, uh, I think I'm going to leave that out of there. Yes. You know? Yes. Which I, there's normally tabs and stuff here, like that the, the oh, grill yeah, sits on. Sits so on, I, yeah. I, I trimmed all that off and then had a friend of mine paint the bumper cover. Yeah, and I did the wrist. same thing down here as well. Oh, yeah. Normally there's open. like tabs. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted it to look like, it was supposed to be like that. Yeah, it does, man. It's you know, super clean um, front end. And that's all the stock. Is that an A-Spec kit on it? Or yeah, A-Spec front, front lip, front lip. Um, which I sourced from Acura that was already painted the mm -hmm. same color as the car, which was a that lucky nice? find. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then these are Mugen Gen 1 side skirts Ooh, nice. that I found um, from a guy in Russia funny enough isn't uh, that weird how you find like type r parts all over the place like so mine i got all mine original from a guy in taiwan or not taiwan in um korea and uh some in japan as well and then i also got some russian parts yeah as well too yeah type r parts yeah there was a, there's a guy i follow on instagram and uh and he had these and they sat and he kept posting them and the price was really close to what i wanted to pay for them and i was like I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if he can just negotiate a little bit with me, the price, and then eventually I was like, you know what, I gotta, I gotta do it. You yeah. know, I gotta. Did they come in red already? No, they were, yeah. uh, they were champ white, and then I had my friend who painted the front yeah. bumper um, for me, do the side skirts, the bumper, all at the same time. Why do all the Type R parts either come in blue or champ white? That's it. I know. That's like, like the only two. All the parts that I got were in those two colors as well. well luckily for the blue for me it matched my car but the full type r lip kit and everything yeah was um it was all white i had to go take it to somewhere and, and have it done yeah so yeah. I, I there was there was some parts missing off the side skirts which i didn't really know at the time um there's brackets that support there's brackets that support um that go underneath of here okay and there was holes here that screws would have went in. Yeah, the big, yeah, the big chunky looking. Yeah, there's like. You talking about? So my friend who did the si the side skirts and stuff for me, um, he's pretty good with fiberglass work too. So he he fiberglassed those shut because oh, I nice. didn't have the bracketry oh, for them. Oh, okay. And I and I was like, you know what? There's there's clips that hold the whole side skirt on. There's screws that hold this in the back and then the front. I'm like, as long as you don't stand on that, mm -hmm. which would be crazy. Yeah. You know, to do. Yeah. It Although, should be totally fine. Yeah. Women like to get in cars a little strange. I yeah, don't know if you know this or not. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or like, oh, I'll just stand up and yeah, yell, yeah, yell we'll just look. Hey, we'll wave at my friend over there and get an extra two inches off the ground, you know. But um, yeah. So he made it look really nice with by closing the holes up. Um, and then he actually even built up behind here with fiberglass like this oh, big, nice. so that we could double face tape and it stay oh, it stays and hold. on there. Because yeah. there wasn't a whole lot of a shoulder there to mm -hmm. to hold it on hold with everything, yeah. Um, so, and then I obviously I had to make it. Yeah. With the Honda, I had some extra Honda. Um, 
stuff from yeah, the front. Yeah, from the front. Yeah, yeah. They I have sell that well. it. They yes, sell it yes, in a do. little roll, and I yep. had some, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to use it on the side. I have some still sitting it. in my in my toolbox because I didn't give it to the new owner, and I was like, ah, I look at it, it's that, and I have some uh, some Honda, uh, uh, what is it, uh, uh, paint, yeah, just a little paint pen, and yeah. I like look at it every day. I'm like, oh, I miss you so much, and I was like, I should have given <laughs> it to the owner. I was like, ah. Eh. I'll probably have another one. I just might as well keep it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you never know. I mm-hmm. said, my wife always laughs. I mean, I got amplifiers over there on my shelf from oh, yeah, you're freaking like when I was like 22. Dude, you're like me. I don't throw away screws. I don't throw away washers. <laughs> I don't throw away bolts because I never know when I'm going to need something. Yeah, I, got, you know? I have like containers over it. My, when I was moving out of my house, my wife was like, why do you have these plastic containers full of oh. bolts? I'm like, never know when you're gonna need it. Those are bolts from every car I've ever built. Yep. Everything that's came off of it. I said, so if I ever need anything, I'm digging in there yes. and I'm gonna find it. Yes. Like it, it's in there somewhere. Uh, that when I was rebuilding my Chevelle, uh, you know, taking out the motor, that buddy of mine who I know, he's very old school. He used to, he had these huge canisters, like big buckets, five gallon buckets full of bolts. Mm-hmm from just GM cars. Yeah. And so like if we needed something, you would just pour that bucket out and like you would just sift through it just and find dig, one, yep. clean it up, yep. put it right on your car, no problem. I'm like, yep. this is why you keep them all. This exactly. Is, this is why you keep it. So top tip to everybody listening, keep every single bolt and yep. nuts and everything because uh, you never know when you're gonna need them. Even and plastic clips. Yeah, you know? and if you're building a car, do not throw away anything you took right. off until the car is driving again. <laughs> That's I don't right. care if it's AC, old AC lines yes. or whatever laying on the ground. Yes. I'm, uh, I'm rebuilding my Chevelle that burned up, and people have given me parts, a lot of parts. And some of the stuff I have duplicates, two, threes, and fours of, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not getting rid of it because I never know if I'm going to need it. Or if someone else is going to need it, I'm going to be like, hey, man, I have it. I'll just give it to you. You know what I mean? Yep. Because um, that stuff just co- becomes hard to find, and, like, Little clips can cost five bucks a piece, mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe there's 20 of them on the car, and you're like, oh, my God, freaking yeah. $100 in clips I got to put together. You yep. know what I mean? Exactly. But, so, let's yeah. move, so, so the body, like you said, it is all, this is the stock color, the original, yep. original paint on it. Yep. It looks great. Looks I, uh, yeah, the couple things I did um, with the car was uh, one of my mirrors was broken, but I, okay. I, a friend of mine, Ross Shapiro, who actually runs Bergbilt, he was at a salvage yard and found mirrors for me. I met Ross. Best. He's a nice, really nice guy. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. Where maybe the next podcast I'm gonna do it with him. His so. car, his car's worthy. Yeah, he's it, got the TL. Yeah. So it, here's it, the problem: is I did Jonah's car. It's a TL, the same yeah. car. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe we should talk about like Berg build. And he's mm-hmm. like, perfect. Maybe I'll bring a, like three or four guys out yeah. who have really nice cars, and we'll we'll go through it. Yeah. So. so so yeah, I um so I, I he sourced those mirrors for me. I ended up getting some of these blue wide view mm-hmm. ICB vision mirrors. Okay. Um, oh yeah, they fill it up real nice. Yeah, and they're like blue tinted and they're wide angle, so that you could kind of see in the other lanes mm-hmm. when you're driving. Um, and then of course I love red, so mm-hmm. I had to take red electrical tape and stick it behind the logo. Oh, so did you really? Can, so that you could see the vision in ICB oh, logos. Man, with, that's uh, that's next level right there. Um, so then on the interior, um, I yeah, basically... Yeah, so let me, let me just say, the interior is what really... I love your interior. This is, <laughs> this is it right here, man. This is uh, this It's kind of like Type R heaven when, yes. you, when you get in. It's everything you want in a Type R except for the steering wheel being on the other side. Absolutely, 100%. Um, 
One hundred percent. So these but, are the these are the DC five Type R seats. Yep, DC correct? five Type R Recaros. You got the uh, obviously the Honda Center right here on the steering wheel. That's yeah, that's the DC five. That's yep. a DC five Type R steering wheel with the red stitch. Yep. And I didn't can, blow yourself up trying to get it all out. Yeah, good. and on these cars, if I don't know if you know this or not, but if you buy a JDM Type R airbag from Japan, it is a st single stage bag. Oh, so if really? You don't change the the uh, if you don't change the uh, uh, the module? igniter, the module out uh -huh. for it, it if the bag goes off on you, it's not going to be good. Oh, yeah. it could it could hurt you, or at oh. least your insurance company could probably say, well, this isn't this yeah. isn't right. Or I remember um, when uh, when I had mine, I was like, mm, is it worth doing the steering wheel? I'm like, mm. so I I kept all the Acura badges on it, and I was like, well, this is maybe what an Acura type r in the usdm market would look like so right. i never did that because i did go down that rabbit hole of maybe getting a steering wheel and everybody's like don't want to blow yourself up with that airbag man you yeah know, that was like a big deal i mean i've taken so many airbags out doing my job sure that, yeah like, you're, they don't i don't sweat tech, them that man. Like, I'm, I'm just some shit i do them with the battery connected and everything <laughs> <laughs> no disconnecting mm -hmm. the battery but uh so and then i I, at the time, I had uh, I still had cruise control in the car, so I converted all the stuff off of my original steering wheel okay. to have cruise on the Type R wheel, right. which never had cruise control. That's nice. Um, you got the push to start. Yeah, I did the, the that push to start. beautiful. Yeah, and then I did the the Wireworks harness, which is all plug and play. It's really nice, and you oh, ground it and plug it in. Um, hybrid racing shifter, shift knob, um, all the A-spec trim. For okay. the interior as well, um, and then the screen was—is that a Type R screen as well? Uh, for the audio unit? Yep, for the audio. No, unit. that's a—that's okay. just a uh, Kenwood uh, dolled-in. Okay. Because I, I know that they um, did come with, the Type Rs did come with a, yeah, a version of that. Yeah, I was never able to get my hands on it to where I, I think could, they're hard. Yeah, yeah, I think they're pretty hard to find. Yeah, everything um, that I looked at was was pretty hard. Yeah. I actually have the Type R gauge cluster for this car. I've had it for like five years. I got it off the same guy in Russia that I got the side skirts off uh -huh. of, and I've never installed it because yeah. I was fearful that my mileage would be off. off. Or yeah. Um, so I do have it. It's kind of like a, just a showpiece that I may eventually mm -hmm. install one day. But um, but I do have the Type R cluster for it. I don't even know the kilometers are on it. And then I did um, I did the Type R pedals dead rest. Oh yeah. Um, which the gas pedal was a pain in the butt because it's for left hand, it's for right hand for drive. Right -hand drive. And I had to make it work on a left so hand drive a, yeah. car. Um, and then I did the Modulo uh, cheese grater door sills, mm -hmm. um, they which look are great. pretty rare. Um, I converted the whole interior to black. Oh, okay. So it wasn't was original. A tan car. Oh, it was a tan car. All the red, red on tan. Ooh. Yeah, all the red. Nice. All the red cars were tan, unfortunately. Okay, I did not um, know that. Wow. So how'd you do the dash? Did you you dyed the dash? Or? No, the, I I had I had to buy two black interiors. Oh wow! <laughs> to get an interior that I was happy with. That you were happy with. Okay. So I That's drove dedication. the I drove the Buffalo New York to pick an mm. interior up, and then actually a guy local had another interior in Uniontown. Uh, this guy Razo that I've mm -hmm. you know known through the car community for a long time. He had one, and I went down to his shop, and him and I tore this interior out. Wow! In a few hours. Um, in his garage, That's and I awesome. took it all with me, and then I picked out each panel that I thought was yeah. was nice enough to put in my right. car. Yeah, um, basically. And then is this the the Type R um, 
Yeah, the Type R inserts on the doors. Yeah, these are Type R door panels, which mm -hmm. I sourced from JDM Ohio Direct. Shout out to them because Aaron's a cool dude, and he's hooked me up on stuff. And I've been to his shop several times yeah. in Columbus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got I sourced those from him. Uh, How do those Recaros feel on a long trip? Pretty good. Pretty. They are very comfortable. Are they? Seats. Yeah. Nice. I, I'm super happy with the comfort. Yeah. And, and you had said, you know, maybe you were you were thinking about maybe doing the right-hand drive swap on it. But it's just, it's so much, you know? I, I just think it would hurt the value of this car more than it yeah, would help it. I agree. Um, just because it's a U.S. spec car, and I just, I don't know, I don't... Yeah, and I mean, like we talked beforehand, at, at some point, they're going to have, these are going to be imported, the Type R's are going to be imported, and then it's going to be like... Maybe you wanted the U.S. spec, you know. Right. Maybe you. you Not know. everybody wants a right-hand drive right. car. Right. Exactly right. And all the problems that come along with the right-hand drive cars. And I've I've tossed around getting a right-hand drive car several times, mm -hmm. and it comes back to I just don't know if I'm going to be comfortable driving on that side of the car. Right. You know. Can't I, get I McDonald's. Get, can't get McDonald's on right-hand drive. That or yeah. like you know having a kid. Like you think about things like going yeah. through an intersection and having a blind spot where yeah. it not normally is, and then you're in a collision and. My daughter gets hurt because I'm sure. in a car that's, you know, it, just things like that you think about, I guess, when you become a parent. Yeah, it's um, a little different. But those are, yeah, the, I have the Type R rear seats as well. Rear seats, yeah. Um, so they came all black? Yeah, they with were With the all red black. stitch. But, uh, no, there's no, this car never had the red stitch on the really? rear seats, oh, okay. yeah, which is all surprising right. to me. That's crazy. They kind of yeah. went away from it with the DC5, but the DC2 had it. DC2 so had it, yeah, correct, yeah. Um, and then I sourced a set of HFP um, mats for an Accord, the red mats. Oh, yeah, um, the red mats are great. I always was like, maybe I'll just get the Type R uh, mats and throw them in there. And I was like, oh, they're going to be cut the wrong that's way. That's exactly why I didn't do them. <laughs> yes. Because it would bug me. Yes, they would be cut the wrong way. You would have the driver's yep. side on the passenger side. And um, it would look not, not correct at all. So this is a little flaw in the car, which bugs me. And that's why oh, I want to paint the right. whole car. Ah, oh, you're, fine. So, you're fine. He's got a little but, nick here on the back, and it looks... But I did, you really got to look for it. But I did the DC5 Type R taillights, which uh, I sourced from uh, a website in the UK during COVID, which took like six months for them to come. Oh, wow. Um, but they were way cheaper than anywhere I could find. I would imagine so. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, UK, it seems like the secondhand market in the UK seems to be like a lot cheaper than everywhere else. They, they seem to keep their parts and like they're okay with getting rid of them they're like ah, i don't need these yeah. you know well i was able to source these brand new out of the box brand oh, new really? in the box oh wow for less than used ones oh wow yeah so wow. i was you got it that's a steal right there yeah um so i i jumped on them when i when i found the, the price of them um i was just leery about them actually showing up oh yeah for you know sure I mean? yeah like buying, that's uh, the risk that you run but but i got the i did the mugen uh rear strut brace, rear strut brace. yep back when I did all the black interior swap, um, I even replaced like this interior stuff. Oh, okay, with, yeah. I was about to say this looks like with all brand the, new stuff from Acura. So all the rubber and all the plastic in the back looks like brand new, like no one's ever put anything back here before. Yeah, there's some, you know, just trying to get it all. Stuff like this bugs me a little. Yeah, sticking out a little bit. But, <laughs> uh, overall, yeah, it's. Uh, but I don't know if you could see down underneath here, but like you can, you can see all the hard work and. Effort oh that's, yeah, for sure. So like every every suspension piece of hardware, I had to measure the thread pitch, mm -hmm. measure the bolt length, contact MPC, um, and those guys worked with me. Really, 
hand on hand in hand with getting every piece of hardware for the car that I needed. Wow. Um, and, and so underneath looks just as good as on top is what you're, yeah. you're telling me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, I'll take pictures of it. So if you look underneath it in the rear back here, uh, everything is, the theme is kept from the engine all the way underneath yep. the car. Red anodized, everything. Yeah, hammer nice. tone. Hammer tone. Uh, powder yeah, coating. Powder co yep. um, shout out to Dylan's powder coating because they, everything that was bigger, control uh, subframe in the front and trailing arms in the rear, everything that was bigger that I couldn't fit in my own oven, they did all the powder coat work for that, which I was super happy with. Um, Still am. It's held up. It's it, you know. Yeah, it's super clean, man. I mean, but, you um, can't, you know, you can't deny it. This is my good side of the car. Oh yeah, this <laughs> is. The <good> there's <laughs> always a good side and a bad side of the car. You're like, oh, there's a little nick over there. Yeah, there's, a little, great. there's a little slight thing there. But you, know? you kept with the ducktail spoiler. I see. Yeah. But I see that you have a Type R spoiler sitting over here and a Type R uh, hatch. Yeah, which Aaron from JDM Ohio Direct mm -hmm. hooked me up with the Type R deck lid, which he probably thought I just sold or something, but it's still. Okay. Sitting here. Aaron, I'm looking at it. It's it it's white with blue in typical Japanese fashion. Yep, with the <laughs> badges, the type board badges and all that jazz on it still waiting to be painted and put on here. So okay. I'm gonna the plan is to fix that quarter, paint the deck lid, have okay. it blended. I, I might do the whole car. I, I'm this garage has allowed me to maybe do a project like that that right. I've always wanted to do myself. Mm-hmm. I'm very big on like, I just want to do it myself do it and say, I did that. Whether I know how to do it or I'm going to learn yeah. along the way, or if I have some friends help me, I just want to do it myself yeah. or maybe have a few hands that help. Um, yeah, well, that's the essence of, of the podcast, right? Is guys who, you know, like yourself, who are doing it themselves. And, yeah, you know, you're just doing it for the passion. You're not doing it for, you know, you know, uh, uh, SEMA show or anything like that. You just like it because you, you enjoy doing it, you know, and putting yeah. your, your heart and soul into something. Yeah, I like saying that it's mine and that I that I did it, you know. And yeah. That's that's the pride in it, I think. You know, oh, absolutely. Is the... Yeah, you drive it and you're like, okay, I did this. You know, if something mm -hmm. breaks, okay, I, I more than likely know what broke. Yeah. You know, I'm more than likely know Or shit, I made that mistake. Yes. Or I didn't do this. Yeah, but... yeah I should have done this the first time, you know, but... Uh, but so you are going to go with the Type R spoiler on the back um, here. I bought I bought it because I was torn. I really like it. Mm -hmm. I think it's just very normal for the car. A lot of people go with it. Mm -hmm. My end all be all goal is to do a Mugen wing. Um, okay. Yeah. The 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 Mugen higher wing. Um, that's if funds will ever allow me to do it and find it for the right price. Sure. I, I would probably do that. Sure. I um, always liked. Uh, that spoiler, the Type R spoiler on this. It's car. classic, and that's why it I bought is. it because yeah. I figure I'm gonna paint it. I can, it, at that point, I can still just switch out from Mugen to right. that and just change the look of the car. Yeah, just a little bit, yeah. you know, and very uh, quickly too. Four bolts, and you're in and out. Exactly, and, and I, I just figured if I bought it, I got it off a guy that lives out in Mount Pleasant. He met me to buy the wing, and uh, it was a reasonable price. And man, I wish I would have known that wing was around when I bought mine. She's guy same in Mount Pleasant. Same color too, right? I know, yeah, guy in Mount Pleasant. So mine came with, okay, so the only bad part about my car was it came with this cheesy Wing West knockoff, Type R knockoff spoiler, right? And it was painted correctly. It, it was fine, but it had that big chrome WW on the side of it. And I was yeah. like, this is so early 2000s Fast and the Furious. <laughs> like, I'm just going to get murdered anywhere I show up to with this thing on there, right? So I was like, I got to get the Type R. 
Spoiler, I looked, I searched forever to find one up in the northeast area where I could just drive to. And of course, I drive for work a lot. So my range is New York to Kentucky to Illinois. Yeah. Couldn't find one. Just freaking couldn't find one. And so finally, I got one from Japan that they sent over. And it was white, of course. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, look, this one is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's blue. Would have matched my car. No problem. Thanks, yeah. thanks guy in Mount Pleasant for yep. not having that on the market like three or four years ago. Yeah, he had, a, <laughs> he had an RSX, and uh, he was going to SCCA race the car, all kind of stuff. He was had lots of plans to, to race his RSX, and uh, he ended up parting everything out, and I lucked out and got that How for a couple ago? hundred bucks. This was... Hello, this how was are you? Probably, is this your wife right here? This is my wife, Kira. Oh, She's, look, your wonderful wife. He said, uh, he said he scared you in this car right here. Oh, never. <laughs> <laughs> She says she wants, right. she's like, I want to drive it. That's right. Like, yeah, right. I want to drive it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like you driving it. I'm like a, I don't You just want to like go to the grocery I'm... store and home in it, right? No, I want to drive it like across a bridge because I know I won't hit him here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not recording me, are you? We are, yeah, we're recording. You're this is live right now. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's all, <laughs> that's all being recorded. Oh, wow. Am I on your way? I hope I'm yeah, not your way. No, okay, good. all right. All right, you have a beautiful house, and a this he has a beautiful garage. Oh, so. I thought you were going to say wife, but okay. Beautiful wife, yeah. That's it. Thanks. I just, you did your hair for me today. I did I see my that. hair. Like, nice. For you. Nice. Yeah. Sounds like my fiance. Yeah, she works from home and does the same thing. This is great. I was just running some errands today. So how do you feel about this car since you're, since you're on the air now? Get close yeah. to his microphone there. Oh, my gosh. How do you feel about this car? I really like it, even though he thinks I don't. Okay. I do. It's very nice. He did a really good it's job. It's like a love-hate relationship lot. with it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I, I mean, I don't know. He's proud of it. I'm proud of him, but it's, it's very uh, time-consuming. Yeah, it is. I know. Trust me. I know. Oh, I'm surprised. I'll tell you the same exact thing. Right. I'm surprised our relationship endured three years of, right, right. of uh, me finishing the him, car. The funny thing was... His friends told me that I was the one because they said he would normally just be working on his cars. Oh, <laughs> nice. I hope that cars. was in your vows. Uh, no, he the... said so, like we went to meet his friends. Like I had just met his group of friends and they said something like, uh, oh, I can't remember. Remember Dawn and Missy said something yeah. like, along those lines. Like I said, oh, well, he if had, he spends he, time with you or something like that, right, then, that then you're the one, be the one because he could be nice. <laughs> He'd normally just work on his car all the time. Right, that's right. right. We all have an addiction. That's why it worry. took three years. Money and spending time with you. That's right. There it is. And Save now, enough money. and Now this is where he lives and that's where I live. Perfect. I love <laughs> it. Great compromise. No, just, I mean, this was definitely, I mean, it's like every car man's dream garage. It is. It's, I have a three-car garage. I'm the same way. Like, perfect. So... Yep. I said when we bought the house, I said we have to look at the house first because I know if you saw this garage, then it would be out. Game over. Yeah. <laughs> and we did look at the house, and she we can did. attest to yeah. it that I said let's put an offer in on the house before we even look at the garage. Okay. There because you go. I like the house so much. Look at this that, compromise going on right here. Yeah. Right. Right. So you hear everybody listening right now. This is how you compromise with a, a car guy. Marriage one on one. Marriage one on one. Perfect. Right. <laughs> I'm getting a lesson. <laughs> He's getting married, actually. So next week, yes. Next week he's getting married. Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah. In Washington, down there. Yep. Yep. Hey, yep. He drove the whole way up here to interview me about this car. It's just. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I do. 
I do. He has Bye. a nice one. <laughs> Bye, babe. Love you. Oh, man. But, yeah, she's been, she's been behind me through it, so it, it's been... That's awesome. Well, when, we, when her and I met, I was in the heart of this project because mm-hmm. um, basically, without, I'll rewind a little bit, but basically what happened was me and my ex split up, and we had, we had a three-year-old little girl. Mm-hmm. We still do. Um, but my ex took my daughter to Erie. My daughter lives in Erie, so I get her on the weekends. But um, So to pass time, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do what I've want, always wanted to do to this car, and I'm going to pull sure. the engine out. I'm gonna shave the engine bay. You had time, right? <laughs> yeah. And, I, and, I, and my, you know, mentally I was a little distraught, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, nothing passes time and kind of better than putting time into a car because you can kind of focus on that and not on everything. Yeah, else that's, that's what I on. tell Jen. You know, for me to go down to my garage and have like at least three or four hours just to kind of get away and turn the phone off and you know, uh, get away from work and everything else that's going on. It's very therapeutic. It I is. Mean, it 100% is. it is. It is. Um, and it's funny because my daughter is like, you know, she went to car shows with me last weekend. She's like, Daddy, did you build this car or did you buy it like this? <laughs> and I'm like, I built it, honey. I, I was like, don't you remember standing in the engine compartment? I was uh-huh. taking pictures of you, like when there was no engine in it or, you know, no suspension on it or right. anything like that. And she's like, yeah, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. I was, and I, I'll show her pictures from time to time. Like, I, I took pictures of her like over three years. Like every year, I took a picture of her. Oh wow! As she grew up in the engine compartment. Oh, that's so. Nice. It, it, it's kind of cool to see her. Yeah. Like through the process of her, it. like growing up and standing yeah. there, like smiling. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's like Leah, our daughter. She's uh, she's seven, and uh, it's the same way. Like, you know, whenever I'm working on, she's like, "Can I come out and help you?" I'm like, "Yeah, you can come out and help me." And it's usually like she'll turn a couple bolts and then go play outside with her friends or something, you know? <laughs> right. But at least she put a little bit of in it, to, in it and she's always yeah. like, when is this going to be ready to drive? Yeah. When are we going to be able to drive this? I'm like, well, <laughs> ask your mom because I got to spend, uh, you know, like probably 100 more hours down here to get this thing done. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they, they get it. They know what's going on. Yep. You know what I mean? And for them to, to be able to ride in something that they looked, you know, looked at and, and that you built is that's everything to them, right? It instills a little bit of a toughness and a little bit of a, a pride in, in your work. You know? Yeah, and honestly, like, I don't know, a lot of car guys are like, oh, I want my kids to be into cars, and I want, the, I want my daughter to wrench or my son mm-hmm. to be wrenching. I've never pushed that on my daughter. Right. Um, you know, and I think she's starting to actually come into the realization that it's yeah. a part of my life. And, like, she, go, like, she went to two car shows with me last weekend. I took her scooter. She mm-hmm. was scooting around the parking lot <laughs> on it. Like, just having fun with other little kids yeah. that are there and totally like didn't even care that we were at a car event. Yeah. You know? And and that to me is worth it because like she can enjoy doing her thing and I can stand there with the guys and still interact with her while she rides her scooter Absolutely. around. And, yeah, yeah um, that's the same way I am. You know, Jen's mom was like, well, are you going to turn her into... Uh, turn it into a grease monkey and i'm like no i was like I-, I don't ask her to come out there and hang out with me i was like i think she just likes coming out there you know and hanging out and uh yeah. you know i knew we were gonna have a problem when you know we first moved into the house and all the cars were in there and i just you know turned them all off and she comes in and she's like oh i love the smell of gasoline and i was like oh we're gonna have a big problem with you you know <laughs> big yeah. problem with you yeah. so uh you know like i said i'm like you i don't push it on her like if she wants to come out and hang out with me, 
cool. If not, hey, man, it's fine, yeah, too. They, I you think know? kids come into their own. You they know, do. There might be a, a switch that flips yeah. when my daughter's 12. It's like, Daddy, can we put brakes on the CRV? Yep. You, know, yeah. like, you know, I'll help you. Like, sure. You know, and... Well, what's funny to them is everything's a race car, right? Like, when yeah. I had my I had my, my RSX, she always reminds me. She said, remember when you had that blue race car? I'm like, yes, I remember we had the blue race car, you know? <laughs> when are you going to get another race car? You know, so, I mean, she's yeah she's into it, you right. know? Um, but uh, we'll see how she grows up, you know? She's like, I'm going to drive this car when I get older. I'm like, I don't know about all that. But. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's slow down here. Pump the brakes. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So, so, back to yours. So, what... Give me the wheel and tire setup and suspension setup because people always ask because you do have a really nice fitment all the um, way kind of around. And I'm going to get another beer while you talk. Yeah. Um, so the these are the Desmond Regamaster Marquee Promoter wheels. Okay. Um, I sourced them from a friend locally. Um, they were on her EP3. So I really? knew they would fit the DC5. So they knew it fit you, yeah. Um, but they're actually staggered fitment. So they're they're... Originally oh, so it is. for an okay. S2000. Oh, nice. Um, so they're 17.9 in the rear the way I have them. I believe they're plus 38, and then they're 17.8 plus 35s in the front, um, which I can run them either way. Um, I've had the 9s on the front, but I need to run a little bit of a spacer to push them out a little push bit so out, I yeah. have some lock-to-lock -lock fitment issues with that. Right. But um, And, and then, they both – obviously, it clears the calipers on the Type R – yeah, it clears either way. The the if the nines are on the front, it looks really cool because the the wheel is actually very really close, close to the to caliper, it. Yeah. so it gives it that really like cool like gnarly look. But yeah, that's the um, way uh, mine was. You know, I had the Type R wheels, and it was really close to that caliper, even on yeah. the on the with that fifty five offset or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So and then I did, I did this DBA rotors, the disc brake Australia front rotors, with it. Um, I did Mugen brake lines and speed bleeders on the calipers, um, front and rear, so mm -hmm. I could bleed them, you know, whenever, very, like, very, very easily, quick yeah. and easily. Um, and then the suspension setup is function form type 2 coilovers, uh, like the 32-way adjustable um, coilovers with the camber top hats and stuff mm -hmm. in the front. And, and you uh, dialed it in very nicely. Yeah, I, I mean, it looks really good this way. I think it looks better fitment-wise with the wheels flipped. Okay. Because they're, a lo like, believe it or not, the eights look way more flush in the rear. Oh, really? Yeah. Than that right there? Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. That's yeah. pretty flush in the rear right now. Right. I was, are those, uh, have, are you, uh, have you rolled the fenders or anything? Yeah, like I did okay. roll, I yeah, did I roll the quarters this. in the back. Yeah. Um, which I would like to eventually have that be the way I keep it, but mm -hmm. until the car goes straight, it seemed like it was worse with the nines up front as far as the is the it tracking rocked. on it. Yeah. yeah, the car likes the cars like to track with those wider wheels on it. Yeah, they know, any road imperfection was like yes. whoa, whoa, yes. you know, like the car was like diving on me all over the place. Sorry. Yeah, that's a big deal. You know, when guys get these big wide fitments and things like that, like the car all, uh, starts to track now you and know? wander. Yeah, and I and hate wander. That feeling. And my my Nova does that. My Nova has a big fat big fat wheels in, in the rear and in the front. And it likes to just walk with the road, and sometimes it's a little like, okay, like this is a little much, you know, yeah. especially on a real, I mean, PA roads aren't the best. Right. Especially on a big, you know, when they got some big dips in them and stuff. Ooh, this car might be perfect in Florida. Like, yeah, you know, for I sure. Might not even Texas. have any issue, Texas yeah. or something like yeah. that, you know, yeah. but like up here. Um, so I ended up switching the eights back to the front, and the car feels a lot better as far as tracking and 
acceleration and stuff goes. So once I get the suspension dialed in, I might flip flop. But I do have some Volk T37s that I bought from a friend. Oh, I love those. Those are my favorite um, wheels. They're behind this. Oh, okay. They're back here. They're the, right. they're the super laps. Those are my favorite wheels. Yeah, yeah they're the, well, everybody loves those wheels. Yeah, they're like they're hiding right there. Oh yeah, I um, love them. So I got them protected and hidden under yes. there. So that's a good. But one. I I bought those for the car, and they're very they're nine they're seventeen by nine plus twenty two offset. So they're oh yeah, and they have two fifty five tires on them. So they're oh yeah, they're they're very be, aggressive for yeah, this car. Be a um, little meaty, which might be coming out. A little if bit. I'm painting the car, I'm buying the anointed arrow wide body over fender flare oh are you gonna do it okay i, I think i'm gonna do that and then shoot the whole car um so that's kind of the next iteration of this car huh that's what I, yeah. one of my questions was what what that's, you got left in this thing <laughs> getting the suspension the way i want it and it, the car doing what i want it to do corner weighting it um and then probably paint the whole car okay that's same that's color my, gonna go yeah it, well i Maybe an offset of it or something? I don't know. I'm torn because I just did the bay, but I'm like, you know what? I've never color changed a car before. And I, I'm, all, I'm one of these people that I just, I want to step the level up mm -hmm. each time I do a project, you know, and do something different that I've never done. Anyone that knows me knows I love red. Right. But I've never color, fully color changed a car, jams and all. And yeah. I, I would really like to do that. Um, I did my Nova and it's... Um there's a lot of little pieces. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to say, I mean, you have to have that thing stripped to bare bones. Right. And even like the rubber and everything, I mean, you got to take it all off and all the little clips and make sure it doesn't yeah, break. Yeah, especially and... when you, you don't want to be breaking all the stuff you got to replace. Oh, so you man. you got to be meticulous <sighs> yes, with it. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I, I kind of like, I really like this color, the mm -hmm. Sonic Gray Pearl, but. Yeah, this is a, a this has been like a hot, a hot color with. Uh, not only Honda, but I think Ford has a, a variation of this. Subaru's got a yeah. variation of this. And I'm uh, a little afraid to paint it that color because I'm afraid that every car is going to, like just any standard car is going to be that color. Right, but yeah, you kind of get lost in that. One of the guys I was telling you, I, I, you think, I think you should do a podcast mm -hmm. on is, his name's Josh Messler, and he's, I think, out near Uniontown. But he has an EK hatch, right-hand drive, K-swap turbo. Oh, wow. That's that color. Oh, that's this one, yeah. With blue Volk T thirty sevens on oh, it. Oh yeah, man. That's I mean the, the car, the car's sick, but I told him I was like, "Why don't you paint your car another color so I can paint my car?" Right? Sonic Gray <laughs> Pearl, you know, like jo you know, jokingly. I yeah, sent him a message. Absolutely, but, absolutely. Um, but even though red was like a little pearl in it or something like that, might be. A that's little, the other thing. Yeah. Do you know the color of the Ma there's a Mazda? The red? Mazda, yeah, the Mazda MX-5s and all that with that red. Oh on it. man, that metallic. It's a good-looking car, man. Like, especially when the sun it dances with that gold oh, and everything on it. Oh yeah, that's. That would be the red that I painted this car. Okay. I yeah. wouldn't. If I'm gonna paint it, I'm gonna paint it. You're like gonna paint it, yeah. Something that like when you see it, you're like, holy crap. Something wild. Something wild, yeah. yeah. And that Mazda red is is something that would look pretty crazy on this car. Yeah, the uh, so Jason, the guy, the previous podcast to this, he's a painter by trade. Yeah. And uh, he did his uh, WRX in a Volkswagen orange with yeah. that same uh, gold pearl on it. Yeah. And like walking up to it, I thought it was like a factory color for, for a Subaru, you know? But then you saw it kind of dancing with all that shit. I was like, that's different. I was like, that, you know, and he's like, yeah, man, that's the only one that's that's made in this color right here. Right? Yeah. So he picked a factory Volkswagen cover uh, color and went with it. And it, I mean, 
that pearl looks really good in the sun. Yeah. You know, really good. And that was, honestly, like, kind of getting a garage that's this size, I, that was, like, my next step. I never had the space to tear a car apart and shoot it myself. Mm-hmm. And this garage allows me to do that, and, but I've never done it. So I'm going to have to probably pick the brains yep. of, like, John Kokenda, someone that's used it. Call, uh, guns, yeah, yeah, um, hit up uh, Jason. He, did, he had the, yeah. the, yellow, the yellow Buick before this. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he's got a heart condition that he's got to get fixed first. Yeah. Um, but he, he paints cars. That's what he does. Like, yeah. that's, his, that's what he does for a living. And, like, you can pick his brain. He'll tell you. I mean, that dude, yeah. that dude knew paint very well. And, I mean, when, when I saw his paint job, he, he did his – you know all his uh his brother's cars his dad's car he's done everybody's car yeah you know, and it they and where's out. he from is he he's local? here yeah. yeah he's up in um cranberry okay up there yeah yeah so yeah get on there and hit him up man he, he'd love probably to talk to you about it he's, yeah like i said he's a he's a beast when it comes i'm gonna to that. need some pointers that's for sure <laughs> um but painting to me is uh is an art form man that is that's one of the one of the things i don't uh, i just I'm like you. I want to dip my toe into it, but I don't know if I want to go full into it. You know. Yeah, it's a, it's an expensive mistake if it's not right. You know what I mean? Because Absolutely. you spend all the money on the material. Um, so yeah, all the guns. I have a few and... friends that paint for a living, um, and if they could just kind of guide me, or maybe I could get the car to that point where like they just come out and shoot it for me, yep. and here would be huge, huge. Um, T.J. Baker, I might be talking to you, <laughs> or John Kokenda, because I know you're pretty good with a paint gun as yep, well. Yeah, he is. He's but, very uh, good, yes. But, yeah, there's a few guys that uh, I'll definitely need to be picking their brain and, and doing it. But right. I don't know. I really don't know if I want to tear the car apart because I, I can. See, I, I mean, personally, I like it the way it is. I, I mean, I. I do, too. And Milano Red's one of those colors that really pops, and it's just kind of a staple for me. But yeah. I just really want to, like, push the limit. How many cars of... came in Milano Red? It couldn't be too many, right? That had to be one of the rarer colors of the, of the bunch. I'm trying to think. Of these. Um, of these? Uh-huh. Well, in 02 to 04, it never came in Milano it never came Red. In, yeah, it never came, came in, in that, like, metallic burgundy color Yeah, almost. I never liked that color. Um, yeah, I was not, not a fan of that. Because no one took care. I don't think anyone ever took care of that color for some reason. That was like one of those colors that an old man bought and kind of just beat it up. And I drove would it imagine those probably came in automatics and like yeah. were just like the base yeah. model, not the Type S models. Like a yeah. lot of, a lot of just hey, I, I have a luxury sports car. Right. Deal, but know? this particular, like the Type S and the, the, the 0506, there you don't see a ton of the red ones. I mean, no. I think the rarest color is the orange. That That's blaze right. orange metallic orange. or whatever. Um, but orange. I'd have to say that red is probably a close second as far as, like, it's seeing yeah. them on the road. It's got to be. Because I, I can't even tell you the last time other than this one that I saw a Milano red Haven't second gen DC5 on Haven't the road. One. Um, you know. I've seen a couple of Gen 2s, the DC5 Gen 2s, but I usually see the Gen 1s running around uh, a little bit more often. There's, there's a couple around Washington, South Point area that yeah. run around. But they're all automatics. They're not Type S's. Yeah. So, you know. But the, I got to give a little shout out to my built friends, built motors. Sure, yeah, yeah, up yeah, in New York. The, Those things on. have followed me on every car that I've had. Okay. I, I bought them from, uh, from built motor sportwear a long time ago. And, um, and I've, I've taken them off every car I've ever sold and kept them and I, nice. you know, to, to put them on my next car because I like this, the uh, – we're talking about the uh, master cylinder and clutch reservoir yep. socks. But um, 
they're close to my heart. I, I love okay. I love those, and I, I've kept them. Kept them from car to car to car. You yep. Know what I mean? And uh, I mean, I even have. Well, they're over here, but I have like the spoon socks. But those are my go-to. Yeah, they're go-to. Yeah. Um, so speaking of next, so I mean, what's next? I mean, uh, you you keep this one. What's uh, what what excites you? What what's exciting? What what do you want to build next? If you could have a. If the wife would let me have something next, uh -huh. uh, I don't know. I. I, I Gonna stay in I the would, Honda family, or yeah, okay. I'm a, definitely a Honda guy. I'm huh? a Honda through and through. No Nissan. Um, You've worked on enough of them to know they have too many sins. R35 <laughs> is the only car I would consider. 350Z. I do like the 350Z. Yeah. I just don't know if I'm into it enough to own one to and, own one and start modifying. And okay. they look super cool once you start modding them and stuff. But uh, I just know these too well. I know Hondas too well. I know Nissans real well right. too. But like. Uh, so the only reason why I say it is I'm in the market for a Nismo 350Z. Yeah. I don't like the 370s on that. I just don't like the rear end. I don't know what they did with it. It just doesn't look correct to me. Yeah. It looks bulky. It does. It's bulky. It's like a beetle in the back. Yeah. I just don't. I, I, I want to like the 370 Nismo because there's so many out there for sale right now. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, I can go pick one up. There's just not a lot of those 350s, especially ones that haven't been torn apart and, you know, really ripped up. Um, and I love those cars, you know, again, naturally aspirated, manual, Yeah. you know, uh, and come from a, an era that I really enjoyed, you know, the early 2000s, mid-2000s. And, like, uh, I love them, but they're so hard to find now, and now they're really coming up in price. Yeah. Hard, you know. Yeah. You know? yeah I mean, if I was going to, if I was going to buy something, I would probably buy another S2000. I had an okay, S2000 so had that was supercharged, and uh, I missed that car. Um, I can't fit in an S2000, or I would buy. Yeah, it. they are kind of crammed. Yes, I mean I could. Pro I, I mean, I mean for what I would probably use it for, 20, 30, Good. 40 minute rides, it'd probably be okay. Yeah. You know, but if I had to go in that thing over an hour, hour and a half, it probably wouldn't be too. Yeah, I mean for a smaller build guy like myself, um, it was fairly comfortable, but. Keep in mind, in Japan, people, yes. you know... The, the, They're not 6263. Right, exactly. <laughs> Which is why the car, I think, is designed and built the way it is. Yes. But uh, even my fr one of my buddies, Dean, he sat in mine, and he was like, knees were up, like, in the passenger yeah. seat, you know? And it just kind of... You look awkward when you're taller, like, in you it, do. you know? You do. You do, absolutely. Um, what, but, what pulls you to that car? Is it the, the motor, or just the design, or... Or you had one, you said, I so had one, and... Why'd you uh, get rid of it? That's the I had my kid. Ah, uh, there you go. All right. Okay. That's the the transition was I had an S2000, um, and then my daughter was born, and uh, I wanted something I could take her and put her in the back and go to car events, so I bought the Champ White Type R. Okay. Um, then I had that car for a few years, and I was like, I can't do anything to this car because I'm, like, fearful of hurting the value of it. Yeah. So I posted it for sale on a guy in California, sight unseen. I mean, I took video of it, mm -hmm. pictures. He bought it, shipped it over to California. Done deal. Wow. What color was it? Champ White. Okay. It's well, 98, yeah. number 430. So wow. So really low, low production low, number, yeah, too. Yeah, low production number. Yeah. Wow. Um, and that's the F20 motor that's in it? No, that is the B18C5 okay, um, Type one. R engine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which the car was fun, but after driving like the K cars and mm -hmm. stuff like that, like it just didn't. It just didn't have that like. It was quick, but like right. 
I think one of these cars would have gave it a run for its money, like neck and neck, a right. K20 Z1 car. Yeah. Like, just because it, they're torquey, man. It's they're just they're very a lot more torque. Yeah. Um, it just this this engine just felt felt like it would make power to 10,000 RPM mm -hmm. as opposed to the Type R engine that at 9,000 it's kind of like falling off, falling on, you know. It's falling on its face. Yeah. Yeah. So I. And I you would know. do? What would you do? The same treatment and everything. Uh, Probably tear it all apart and on an S two thousand. Yeah, no, not now, not with the way the market is. It's been <laughs> Hold on to it and just keep it stock. Yeah, because yeah. it seems like they're like last year they were twenty grand. Mm -hmm. This year they're like thirty plus yeah, grand. Like, you know, I, and we talked. To, I listened to a lot of podcasts, uh, and I was listening to one, and they were talking about how over the past, you know, the COVID, you know, deal over the past year and a half. They think it's this weird bubble of, of car prices right now where we're seeing this run up on cars that's going to be artificial and then they're going to come back down. I tend to kind of agree with them because when, I, when everything started with COVID, I was like, ooh, this is great. I was like, it, to, be, to be selfish, I was like, people are going to lose their jobs and they're not going to be able to afford their cars, so they're going to want to come off of them. Mm -hmm. But it was quite the opposite. Everybody was sitting at home all day long. They were mm -hmm. getting money, and they were like, hey, I got a little disposable income now. I'll pay a few more bucks for this, and I'll be able to, to have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we saw this, uh, we, we see this weird, like, increase in just, I don't know, 80s, 90s, early 2000s cars. Yeah. Not so much the muscle cars and everything. They kind of stayed, you know, all, all the same. But, you know, things like this, things like the 350Z, things like... Uh, imported skylines mm -hmm. i mean they all just flew through the roof all of a sudden and yeah. it's like is that sustainable i don't know i mean you know are you am i willing to pay 40 grand for an r32 skyline right now no right am i willing to pay upper 20s lower 30s yeah i think so yeah you know? right uh, I, I just don't know you know i mean yeah a friend of mine rick negron has a R32 Skyline, um, and I think he paid 16 for it. And right. He was telling me that it's worth well over 20 probably yeah, right now. Yeah, man. And, and he could easily obtain it, you know, selling it, you know. And it, it's, the, I mean, I guess the car market is probably a little bit like the stock market. You're yep. probably gonna do this, and you know, and then. Well, what's funny is too. So I also collect uh, a lot of sports memorabilia and sports cards. Yeah. And right now it's like. It's crazy. It, it, it's, you know, two years ago before COVID, you could walk into any Target, any Walmart, you could buy a box of cards for 20 bucks, mm -hmm. maybe get something cool in there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now these dudes are going in, buying it all, and reselling it on the aftermarket for two, three, four times that. And it's like, there's, there's no reason to even be in it right now. This is a weird, stupid bubble that- Everything going has on. its, like, yep. like the lumber. Lumber right, lumber's and like, same way, I right. mean, I don't even know where the cusp is. Like something's gonna, mm -hmm. something's gonna give, you know. And it's, I don't know what it's gonna be. I mean, before my father passed, you know what I mean. He talked a lot about the market and, mm -hmm. you know, gold and silver and stuff like that. And, you know, and I kind of just brushed it off, like, eh, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever. And now I'm like, is this, is this what he's was talking about? Is yeah. this gonna be the bust? Is this gonna be the what's going to happen you know he'd yell at me for why are you spending all the money on a car yeah. and he was into cars you know and uh it, 
why are you doing it? You don't need to spend money on that. I'm like, Dad, this is my passion. This is what yeah, I want to do. This like, is what you want to do, right? You know, this is my creativity, you know? Yeah. Some people paint walls and, right. you know, paintings and airbrush stuff and skateboard <laughs> and collect shoes or right. what, you know, this is like, this is what I'm what Yeah, I same thing here. with the shoe market. I do, I have a bunch of Jordans. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. People are buying them all up and then they resell them, you know? Yep. So, so, what, yeah. so, so speaking of that, how much, what do you think you have in this car right here? Like if you had to, not your time or anything, because I, I don't, I never count time because usually uh, everybody I talk to is, uh, they're really into cars, so time isn't of a, uh, time really doesn't go into it. Look at it, he's pulling out this big old thing of receipts right now. This is great. This is just, this is just what I have that was transactions that they sent a receipt to me Right, on. okay. PayPal and I, right. I couldn't. This is I mean, cash deals of hey man, thanks, I appreciate that. Right, yeah, like yeah. PayPal, you know, payments yeah. or uh, eBay purchases where you didn't get uh -huh. a receipt or whatever, you right. know. But it's all here. I've never added it up. Okay, what I'm a little estimate? fearful of adding it up. Yeah, because if the wife finds out, yeah, she might kill me. Even though we weren't married at the time when I was spending the money on sure. it, but most of it's there. Um, but if I were to guess. If I were to guess with the price of the car, I would have to say in the between forty and fifty. Okay, that's guessing. That's what this level takes right here, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of guys don't understand that, you know, and or maybe they do once they start to do the pro mm -hmm. the, the the process, mm -hmm. and that's when a lot of people give up. Right. Too yeah. when you see part outs or part outs or they're cutting corners and they're like they just kind of slap the car together and like. Uh, mm -hmm. here's a car, you know. Right. And to some people, this level isn't what they want. They just want to go fast. And yeah. I get it. I mean, yeah. okay, bolt a turbo kit on and do it. But when right. I look at your build, I look at, you just rushed it together. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. when I look at certain people's cars, I'm not going to mention names, but like, <laughs> you know, but like, I'm yeah, like, don't dox well, anybody like, here, like but like, why not paint the bay while you were there? Like, completely paint it. Like, mm -hmm. the way, you, you know, the way you would want it to look. You might have a few extra months in it at mm. most, you know, and right. not shave it, not do any of that, but just paint the bay to make it look make the it look same nice. color of the car, make yes. it look nice. But on the other hand of that is, okay, now you can't you got to replace all this because all yes. the bolts might be rusted or, you know, and yep. it, it's kind of, it's a double-edged sword. You, you, It's either all well, in or... I agree with you. Yeah, you, know, you can, yeah, the worst is, and again, I do a lot of muscle cars, the worst is when you can... You have seen someone has put all the time to paint the chassis and everything, and then they slapped everything back together. Bolts are rusty. There's like corroded parts here, and I'm like, just take an extra 20 minutes on the grinding wheel or yeah. or, and po or the polish wheel and just polish it out, man, and throw it on the car. You, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I mean, even like, I mean, if the car, once I maybe have a lift in here uh -huh. one day, we could yeah. actually inspect the underneath sure. of the car, but um, the even the, the caliper bolts, I bead blasted the heads of them and powder coated them chrome mm -hmm. just to make them look new, you know? And that's the stuff you see kind of when the car's in the air and... and yeah, well, that's what you, you go from you know, street car to show car, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what takes it to the levels of the, like the SEMA I, builds that win stuff. Right. And just the guys who kind of slap something together. By the way, if you're hearing this, it's raining in Pittsburgh. It's glorious. It is. Hasn't rained here in forever. As we like. say, it's raining cats and dogs. It is raining cats and dogs right now. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, I wouldn't consider, I mean, I guess a lot of people consider this a show car. Mm -hmm. 
but like I drive it. Right. Yeah. So how often do you drive it? Do you drive it I all mean, over the place, or if it's gonna be, you know, a couple nights, I don't drive it because I have to clean it right. sometimes. But like, because <laughs> I'm I've meticulous about it. But like, I've been there. <laughs> you know, if we're gonna have a week of nice weather, straight nice weather, I might try, take it to work a couple days that week. Mm-hmm. Um, but our parking lot at work is terrible, so I okay. I haven't. I took it there once since I've I've been there in a month. So you got to find um, the uh, the VIP parking where you don't have to go through the. Well, most of the guys I work with was like I would not park that car out in the parking lot. I would park it right here in the shop. Oh, there you go. And I'm like, eh, maybe yeah. I will do that next time. But today, not so much. But um, yeah. But I mean, I, I I I drive the car. I mean, will I take it to some shows where it'll be judged? Maybe, possibly, yeah. But you, you know, just, you just enjoy driving it. Yeah, it's it's a car. It's a fun car to drive, and it's plenty powerful. It sounds good. You know, I might do some stereo upgrades. I I, was, I have I have it all wired to put a subwoofer and stuff in it. Uh-huh. I just haven't, haven't pulled the it, trigger on it. it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, just to get a little more sound in there, which is probably why I have amps laying around because I'm like, I absolutely. might one day use that to put a sub in the car or something like. Yeah. But um. So what? Um. So you said S2000. You know, would be your next. What What is your absolute dream car? Like, if you had all the money in the world, you can go buy whatever you wanted. I would buy an NSX. NSX. The yeah. old one or the new one? If I had all the money in the world, I'd buy yeah. an old one and a new one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the I'd be in the original, the OG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how much of it. Okay, so if I'm going to get off the platform of Honda, the yeah. one car I would buy if it was not a Honda would be a Porsche GT3 RS. Okay, there you go. That would be... Porsche seems to be the car that everybody goes to. I mean, that... I love the look of that car. Um, it's a it's a timeless look, I think. I mean... I got to have a rip... Any in, of them, really. I yeah, mean, I mean, I love the way they look, too. I, I'm, I'm with you. I got to have a rip, a, a rip in one of those things because I have heard that they... You get in them and you drive them in your, and you know, you're like, oh, this is why everybody wants this car right here. Yeah. I heard they're just so precision, so nice handling. Just yep. everything in them is... Is wonderful. Yep. You know, and it's very dialed in for, you know, for the money. It's probably car, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I've heard. I mean, all the big podcasts I listen to, that's all they talk about are those Porsches and the GT3s and GT2s and their Caymans, and they're just so dialed in and yeah. so nice. You know yeah, I, mean? I used to work when I worked at Wright in Wexford. We saw a lot of Porsche stuff come in, which is odd, but. Um, one of the techs that worked there would he would work on the owner's vehicles and they had some they had a gt3 mm. that came in and he put a clutch in it and stuff like that and i when i seen him doing those jobs i was like maybe i don't want one of those cars because <laughs> i don't really want to tear it apart they or, you know, uh, like, they don't make it easy to uh to work on them uh, no i know that much you know? Which is why I like Hondas. Yeah, it's they're easy. Yes. very much easier to work on. They are. Course. Look at how much room you have underneath that yeah. hood right there to go get in all the nicks and crannies and everything like yeah. that. You know, uh, I mean, and even they, though there's a lot of stuff going on in there, like even taking the turbo off is a 20, 30 minute, or, you know, oh, that's to, nice. to to get it off and, you know what I mean. It, so it's not it's not that bad. To, so we did Barno's Barno's car. He's he's pushing about eight nine hundred horsepower out of his uh, Evo. Yeah. Ain't a spot underneath that hood where you can get anything good, man. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty crammed. crammed. Yeah, they're underneath pretty crammed. that Evo right now, you know. But the Honda, again, you know, it's a testament to Honda and the way they design cars and everything. I mean, they just, they did it right, you know. I mean, yeah. whether, 
anybody who listens to this likes Hondas or hates Hondas, man, you got to respect that, man, they made a good design. It's, it's a great design. It's yeah. good for everybody, right? It's good mm -hmm. for just driving around. It's good for making big horsepower. I mean, yeah, you know. and I think, a, I think every Honda guy just has that kind of like, you know, chip on their shoulder yeah, that like, sure. oh, it's a four-cylinder, four-cylinder, like, uh -huh. you know, but then like when I go out in this car, like I'll be leaving an event, you know, and there'll be like a V8 guy behind me and I'll give it, I'll give it some yeah. jam, like leaving and they know, like they know when I get yeah. on it and the way the car pulls away and it sounds like they're, they're like, yeah, I ain't fucking yeah, with that Yeah, my four. Camaro SS I'm is going to keep up I'm with I'm not this. getting embarrassed by that four-banger. No, <laughs> like, you no, know. no, no, no. My GT Mustang isn't going to get embarrassed by that, right. you know. So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, when, when uh, I've always been into imports, obviously, for a long time. And, you know, I got a set of buddies who are really into, to, you know, muscle cars and old cars and stuff like that. And uh, they're like, oh, why are you messing around with those imports? You know, and I'm like, guys, you need to get in and drive one. Like, it, it, it's just, it's a different experience, you know. It's, yeah, it is. It, it really is. The muscle, I mean. the muscle car experience is cool. Like, I love the muscle car experience, and the import experience is cool as well. Yeah. And they're two different things. Like. Some days I just want to get in, like you said, turn on the AC, listen to some tunes, cruise. Sometimes I want to get in some car that's loud and obnoxious and, like, I want to sweat and just hang out and have everybody look at me. Yeah, you know? right. Mean. Yeah, there's a – and it's funny because, like, my dad had a supercharged 5-liter Mustang, and I would drive it um, – I would drive it now and again. And uh, that car was work to drive. It was powerful. It broke necks. It was loud. Like, I'll never forget, I pulled up behind a, like, a truck probably like yours, like at a red light in that Mustang. And it was like, blah, 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 oh, blah, yeah. blah. And the guy in the mirror, I could see him in his mirror. He was like, he looked in the mirror and looked at me and was like, he knew, like, yeah. you just know. You like, know. You, yeah. just, you just know, like, man, that thing is serious behind me. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. So. And, uh, but, like... My, like my old man was terrified of that car he bought it i drove it more than he did and oh, yeah, you know and the clutch was the clutch was too you know stiff yeah, for him stiff and he just form, uh yeah. but it was gnarly the truck the, the mustang it was a gnarly sounding five liter uh fox body and it you know it was it was a cool car yeah those are those those fox bodies are cool they're, and they're starting to come up in price now they're starting mm -hmm. to creep up a little bit yeah the fortunate thing is there's a lot of them out there so we don't have to worry about yeah them going crazy so well where yeah. uh where can everybody find you man where can they find you online where can they they see uh, see a uh little bit more? yeah i mean it, you could follow my build at at uh ss underscore built uh on instagram mm -hmm. Um, you could follow my build like start to finish. I mean, I documented just about every step of the process with this car. Awesome. I mean, it's all there. Um, down to making the brackets for certain things and tucking things and the wiring doing it. Um, I really just wanted to, being that the forums have died. They have, I know, um, yeah, that's I, I, very strange. Instagram, I felt like was the best platform to kind of, show people that you know that a build thread mm -hmm. via that platform um that was kind of my thought process behind doing most of it on instagram you know i mean if or it's steve simpson on facebook um you know i didn't post as much there because i didn't really right. want to like bother friends and family right. that were didn't want to see car stuff all the time uh -huh. but i did i do have a uh um 
I do have a tab on there that, that you know that's my RSX build that has a lot of pictures and stuff documentation of of the build as well. So if you're not on Instagram and you are on Facebook yeah. and you wanted to follow, what's funny um, is I get a lot of my uh, my traffic from Facebook, a lot more than from Instagram, which is really yes, it's very strange. Thought it'd be the other way around. I would think the same thing, but uh, more people, I guess more people, I had this talk with Kokenda, actually. He posted something up on Facebook. Oh, yeah, I saw his post about that. Yeah, about yeah. I get way more traffic on, on Facebook than I do Instagram. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Maybe it's because... Uh, maybe you know, hashtags. The, you use hashtags? Yeah, or? I do. I use everything. Huh. Uh, maybe, I think maybe the, the platform is a little more conducive to actually going in and uh, you know clicking hyperlinks and things like that. You know, Maybe. Uh, Instagram, you can promote it, but it's hard to just one click on that picture and go somewhere, if that makes True. sense. True. Yeah, that you does make sense. Yeah. yeah, so like Facebook, you know, like your build, when it comes out, I'll put it up there and I'll put a link actually to the, to the site and actually yeah. to, the, to the, uh, the actual podcast. That's all the traffic goes to it. I think cause huh. it's just a one click deal. So I Yeah, don't probably I don't the know. ease of of like you said like i mean on instagram sometimes when you want to like go like say somebody post something like a company post something for sale yeah it's hard to go like go to the like shop now and go to the it's thing hard to like, navigate through their system yeah, yeah. And get to it yeah right. i agree with you yeah 100 percent. so i mean that is um like i said like 90 percent of my traffic comes from facebook not a lot of people follow my actual page but a lot of people click on the link so yeah i mean that's uh you know, I mean, I, I don't know what it is. Well, that's why I wanted to post last night about the podcast today. Because right. yeah. I have I have a good bit of followers. And yeah. I figured that, like, you know, if I could post that and maybe get some peep, sure. some traction for you on on Absolutely. IG, um, yeah. you know, it would yeah, help had, you Yeah, I had quite too. a few people, yeah, uh, get, get right on it. So yeah. They followed me and everything like that. So but. maybe the more you do of it with, with guys that have followers, maybe yeah. it'll pick up it'll start to pick up yeah um, there's that too yeah for sure you know i mean I've, you know because uh, you figure you know if if you do one car and that guy's got five thousand followers yep. you start to and you would think that though but but you know we did i, I did the exo truck with terry mm -hmm. terry's got like dude he's got a lot of freaking followers right his episode did well don't get me wrong did well yeah but i did a uh one with a nova two following his and he had probably half as much his went through the roof. It was it. it the, it's maybe it's nuts. the vehicle. Maybe it's. I the... thought maybe it was the vehicle too. And then we did Nick's. We did Nick's uh, C10. And I was like C10. This is dead done deal. Everybody's got a C10. Like people are gonna love it. Didn't go as well as Nate's. I mean, it did well. Again, yeah. uh, all of them do well. All of them do extremely well. Yeah. His, his, and the Toyota trucks for some reason are through the roof. Yeah, I, I don't right. know what it is. I don't know if. Uh, Maybe I don't it, know. It's very strange. It's just a very maybe strange it's, deal. I mean, the, the car community has fads, too, of, like, yeah. they go through fads of, like, oh, C10s are big now, and, like, yeah. you know, or whatever it might be. Imports are coming up yeah. and being way yeah. bigger now. I mean, I imports know. now are, I can't believe where it's gone. Oh, it's from nuts. Like, from 2000, when I got into the car scene, like, I can't believe that you can make an engine bay look like this oh, absolutely. now yeah. based off of products and yep. just... Oh, the aftermarket Research, just supported it, you know, so it, well. Like, you know, it, you know it, it's. I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't start to, kind of like, 
create products or ideas to for certain things and because i had a lot of ideas for a lot of different things and uh other people came up with them um, yeah so that's um that's what jonah does with his tl mm -hmm. he's starting now to create products and everything and he's selling out like this man yeah because the tl community is not very well supported in the aftermarket yeah so he's like dude i got a 3d printer um i have an engineering background or uh he knows you know he can he can ship stuff off to make it out of metal yeah dude and the guy like like all the time sells out of stuff he comes up with a new product a bunch of tl guys buy it and then he's out of the product just like that yeah. you know yep so i mean i think um you know the aftermarket for sure it, it supports car certain cars a lot you know uh -huh. what i mean yeah it does you know obviously the honda guys always get get, get great support Acura four-door guys, oh, not so much, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and well, even I'm seeing in, the, like, the Eclipse market, they're really not supporting too much any longer. I mean, it is, yeah. it's really falling off, and everybody's gone to the Evo because everybody's doing the Evo swaps into those cars. Yeah. You know, so the aftermarket, even for the, you know, the, the, the second-gen Eclipse, is starting to kind of fall off uh, mm -hmm. a little bit, which, you know, is, is what it is, but. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a couple friends that uh, I have a couple friends that are um, actually a fr one, my one friend John. He has a GST Eclipse. Mm -hmm. um, it's you would probably dig it if you're yeah. into that. Yeah, for sure. I am. He's That's got a lot. I mean, he he's had the car for a long time, and his his build's pretty intense with stuff that's done to it. Um, but yeah, he's local too. I mean, yeah. he's thinking Pitcairn. Areas okay. where he lives. I saw a nice army yeah. green one the other day. I posted it up on Instagram, and no yeah. one. Usually, someone comes back with, "Oh, I know that guy." No one knew this guy. Really? It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was a pretty nice army green. Huh. Uh, I don't know if it was turboed. I think I think it was just the GS with just that just looked really cool. Yeah. You know, someone had done a really good job with it. So. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, man. So they can find you on Instagram. They can find you on Facebook. Yep. Obviously, you can find me in this garage. In this probably, garage, you like, can find probably, your Nissan yeah, all day long yeah. if you want to get your Nissan yep. wrenched on. Yeah. If I buy a 350Z Nismo, I'm taking it straight straight yeah. over to you. Yep. Uh, you know, your credentials are very high now. So. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I got some plaques. And yeah, he's got plaques. Yeah, yeah. He's, my uh, ASE stuff jargon. Master technician of everything and everything Nissan. Uh, so if you have a Nissan, bring it over to him. If you have an Infiniti, bring it over to him. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm obviously going to take a lot of pictures, www.radridespodcast.com, do a full feature. Going to write everything up. Uh, after this, after we're done, I'm going to take a lot of pictures of this car because there's a lot to go over with this as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, we'll probably have it out. I'll probably have, the, have it out by Sunday, you know what I mean? So yeah. everybody can listen to it on Monday morning. And then uh, I go on my honeymoon the following Monday, so I'm going to be out for a little while. So people... Yeah, that, uh, that'll people be fun. This this one's gonna this episode's gonna run for a long time before the next one, so I'm gonna enjoy enjoying myself a little bit. Yeah, I'm but. excited to see it. Yeah, man, but I appreciate it, man. Oh, I, I appreciate awesome. it, man. This is this is a first for me, and yeah. uh, it was you did great. You were so cool. nervous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were great, though. <laughs> yeah. I, well, you know, when you think about it, it's just like ah, this is a little nerve wracking. When you know, yeah. like I had never met even met you before. Sure. We spoke on you know via messenger and stuff right. like that, but uh, but yeah, it's. It, definitely chill it was definitely yeah. a chill evening and i'm, I'm glad yeah. that we had a couple beers and yeah but i've had a couple guys kind of uh turned down because they were like oh, i don't know i'm a little nervous to get on i'm like 
It's pretty easy, man. You built the car. You know what's in it. I mean, let's let's talk about unless it. You unless know? you didn't. Yeah, oh, unless you didn't. That's true. That's the other <laughs> Maybe you don't want to talk and about it. And then we'll, <laughs> I, you know, I'll kind of, I'll, I'll bring you through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, no, man, great job. This is awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Jason. Yeah, Appreciate absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed that podcast as much as I did. Steve was such a great guy, uh, very hospitable, lived in a great house, had a great garage. We had some great beers, and I just had a great time talking everything pretty much uh, RSXs. Uh, if you want to know more about Steve, again, you can find him on Facebook at Steve Simpson or on Instagram at SS underscore built. Or you can go online to our website, www.radridespodcast.com, where you can see more pictures. You can see the full feature. I wrote in a lot of things there, so if you have some questions or anything like that, uh, you may be able to answer them there. Or you can email the podcast, as always. Uh, it's at radridespodcast at gmail.com. Or you can just uh, go ahead and message Steve. He'd probably give you all the answers you'd ever want. So, again, thank you, Steve, so much for having me. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next uh, set of podcasts. I'm going on a little bit of a hiatus as I am getting married this week. So I will be gone for another week and a half. But I promise we're going to get back to it when I come back this summer and have some more great rad rides. Thanks.